All right, guys, you know that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Happiest. Happiest is your number one place to go for premium CBD products at a fraction of the cost. This is perfect for any first-time user and for the veteran user. There's no THC. It's locally sourced and third-party tested, so you don't have to worry about paying for any fancy celebrities or a drug test. These guys have something for everybody, and I personally enjoy their products. In fact, my favorite one's the Sleep Aid, so go check them out, happiestmed.com. H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com right in time for the holiday seasons. Again, go check them out, happiestmed.com and have fun. Okay, guys, you know what time it is. It's time for me to introduce my next guest. Today, I had the pleasure of talking with Dre Rocca. He's one of the U92 radio hosts. He's also a really good friend of mine. We got to talk today about everything from business to life to music. We did everything. And this was actually recorded today. So the day I'm releasing it is the day we recorded it because I had that much fun with Dre. We talked about a lot. We did a lot of good things. And I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. Sit back, relax, and welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody. This is Dalton Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. All right, we're rolling, brother. Mm Mm-hmm. That's for, thank you for being here. Of course, man. Thank you for having me. It's been a long <laughs> yes, time sir. coming, man. We've been talking on the internet, and yeah. you know, I've came across. I came across you from. I don't even know to be honest with you. I, I think it might have been a hashtag or something. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like to stay up to up on like who in the community is doing similar things to what I'm doing, right? Yeah. In, in, yeah. in the podcast world and and stuff like that. So, man, thank you for having me. Uh, <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, dude. So we actually met the first time because I because you I won like a giveaway. A yes. Yes. Giveaway. And I was like, at first I was like, I didn't like do one but you just did it for everybody who was following you yep right? and i like i've always liked u92 the radio station so i think that i think i saw that in your thing with like e-rock and those guys yeah and i was like oh okay cool like i'll follow him and and it and it's been way fun dude what made you get into u92 so when i was kindergarten right the mm-hmm. kindergarten um your, my teacher went around passed us a little form right what do you want to what's your favorite color uh your you know what do you want to be when you grow up you yeah. know things like that and my uh my response my answer was radio and so i got I've, i was i was inspired by radio um real early in the 90s in the 90s it was um jamming 95.5 was a radio station out in portland at the time and uh, cuz that's where i, I was I, my adolescent years I was raised yeah yeah and um it they were raw in the 90s early 90s it was raw hip-hop mm-hmm. it was skate tapes it was and one mixtapes it was like very spit in your face like raw yeah. aggression even yeah. like because I'm a I'm, I was a wrestling fan like that was the uh, aggression era with yeah. like the rock and like Jeff Hardy and all these like yeah. <laughs> you know those guys yeah and so um I've always loved the rawness of radio and the ability to kind of uh, speak your mind and it seemed fun they were doing a lot of like um not skits but a lot of um like uh what's the what's the word it's like um 
stunts. They yeah, were doing a lot okay. of stunts around okay. the city, right? Yeah. Where they might pull up and you know you they might shower you with a bunch of dollars and like, <laughs> just, or they might go to the news station and hang out in front of the window and do quirky stuff, right? And I just thought that was fun. Yeah, and it just seemed like my personality, like it would, even at the an early age, I was yeah. like. That looks fun. I want to do that. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I just never, I never strayed away from wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. And granted, that was, you know, that was in the early 90s. So it was, it was way before we even knew what a podcast was or even knew right. what was coming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So that's re- what really got me into radio, not specifically U92, but when I moved here to Utah in 2005, um, I uh, moved back, I should say. Um, I started interning at KRCL, just okay. our, our local community radio station with the Fallout, and the, the Friday Night Fallout with uh, DJ Knuckles. And then, um, you know, I was just engaged. I, I was yeah. just engaged. There was a, 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 you know, in radio, there's always overturn, right? Uh, you know, we, 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 in that industry, you know, if you're not, if the ratings aren't there, they need to shake some things up, right? Yeah, they do, yeah. So, um that's my number one thing when I tell people like if they're like I want to get into radio it's like cool get into it but just realize that it most likely won't last forever so definitely ride the wave while you can and um but yeah so then uh at KRCL I just I you know I was very engaged and uh there was a gentleman by the name of Roots Rocker he um he took over the fallout show from um Knuckles and I was just engaged with him just kept talking to him calling uh just doing different things kind of like an unofficial intern type of thing yeah um and uh he just started calling me dre rocker and (laughs) he said dre rocker because he was roots rocker yeah and there was che rocker you know and oh (laughs) yeah there was different dj and um and so i just kind of kept that he gave me my name and um i it just it was it was the ability to just stay in and radio you know what i mean yeah so yeah that's kind of how that happened yeah dude that's sick sorry about that no you're fine what was that kenny chesney oh no that was sugar ray (laughs) you remember sugar ray (laughs) oh yeah the country uh group right isn't it man and wife Oh no, no, no like sugar. when it's over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just instantly go to like uh Disney movies. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. Shrek. Oh no, what was that? That was no he That was a sugar. Right? Yeah, he hey did sugar. now, you're an all-star. Uh no, that was Smash um, Mouth. Yes. Okay. Yep, that's yeah. right. But Sugar Ray was one of those old guys, those old '90s like alternative guys. Yeah. That yeah. So, but I, I you know what's funny is I found that on a radio and I was like, <clears throat> I haven't heard this song in forever, bro. Yeah. I was like, holy cow! And then I kind of went down that '90s train because I, well, to back to kind of what you're saying, I've always loved music too, and I've always kind of wanted to, you know, and, and, but not really didn't know really how to get into it because I wasn't I'm not good at singing like I just like listening you know but I'm also not like a a like I don't critique or anything because I'm like I don't know what I'm doing yeah um but anyway that's another reason why I mess with you man because you, you're wearing the marathon <laughs> shirt right now yes so I'm like this right. this my man's a, a yep. Nick fan you know yep. what I mean and hustle let's go that that's one that's like even aside from hip-hop he he was special bro yeah he his whole business ideas yeah. you know he messed with Gary V a lot yep and uh and I listened to a couple interviews with those two guys and he's he was just really you know the way that he thought about business was 
really cool to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All money in, no money out. And that's a that's a principle that like a lot of people don't get. They're like, if you know, if, and, and when you have a startup, I tell people all the time, like, don't pay yourself. Not because you can't pay yourself, but because, you know, you need to plug the holes. Like once you start uh, rolling, the quickest thing that can kill a business is actually um, scaling too quick, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think, and, and Nipsey Hussle really understood that. And so he, uh, and, and he tried to really make a difference in his community with what he had mm-hmm. and also being true to himself. You yeah. know what I mean? He was, he was really cool. And, and, I, and I remember listening to all of them, like uh, Crenshaw, um, and then his last one, Victory, Victory Lap. Yeah. Yep. I freaking loved it, dude. So uh, Jay Stone, he just released uh, one of his artists on All Money In. Yeah. He just said that we're going to be getting another Nip album. He That's said that great, Nip dude. had something in the tuck. So I don't know what that looks like, but that'd be cool. Hopefully pretty soon we're going to be seeing some unreleased uh, <laughs> Nip music. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I, dude, I loved I loved him. I loved it. was so It was so crazy when he passed away. I was like, dude broke my heart man it did i I was was on my way back from vegas um this was so it was right before my back surgery and we were on our way back from vegas and we get the i'm driving and my friends they get the notification they're like Mm. nip nip was shot and i was like no way yeah like it was like no way but he got shot like Mm -hmm. it was it was it's kind of pretty messed up man i kind of normalized getting shot yeah i was like oh he got shot he'll be fine like yeah people get shot yeah it's like yo he got sick he'll be fine yeah right but and then we we start driving further and further and i'm like hitting cedar city and they're like yo that's this ain't nip didn't make it Mm, and then once we got to salt lake then there there's the videos already out like by that time like the video has been surfaced on the internet yeah and you know we see we see the the coward kick him in the face and all that stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, I didn't want to see none of that. Yeah. But you know, it's really it, I got to meet Nip, and oh, no yeah, man, wow, back in dude. 2015. No, 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 I my son wasn't even born. This is 2010, 11. This is yeah. Hustle in the House just oh, came out. Yeah, dude, yeah. Like that just came out, and he came to the. It was the old, um, not complex, but the. Um, in the venue it's yeah. no longer there no more on on second west okay. and second south i think or something like that yeah. um and uh I, I was on the show with them and uh i got to meet him back uh like in the little backstage thing and man he was the coolest humblest like yeah. just like light-hearted dude he wasn't loud he wasn't raw raw he was very um soft-spoken mm-hmm. and was just like you know, man, keep doing what you're doing, young brother. Like you, <laughs> and he had his Malcolm X chain that his brother gave to him, and he, like in the moment, I didn't realize how dope he was. Yeah. Like I just knew I loved that song, "Hustle in the House." Yeah, right. And it, it's it's just like those moments, right, uh, when you get to meet people. Like I don't know, just embrace it and get to know them. Like yeah, yeah, take people, it in. Yeah, people who you didn't think really. You, you know, you see this, some of these celebrities and you're like, they're almost not real. Yeah. Right. And then you get to meet them and, and they turn out to be like the coolest people you ever meet. And, uh, that's special, bro. Yeah. That's really cool, man. Where did you say, what was he doing there? He was performing. Oh, was yeah, he? Yeah. Really? He was headlining. Oh, wow. He, um, uh, I'm not sure who else was with him, but he, I have a video I'll show you. Um, but he, um, man, he, he came out here for the show. The game was in town the same night. And the game was at Complex, and we had shows at both because <laughs> it was during a time when I was like doing a whole music. Like I, yeah, I tried yeah, to yeah, rap yeah. back in the day, and, yeah, and, right you know. On, dude. So I was, I was, I was at the Complex, and then after we finished our set, I had a uh, my um, my other friend had a set at 
the other at the nip show so we just walked literally walk a block up and uh did the nipsey show it was the the craziest experience i've ever felt like just as a young adult just yeah. the energy was crazy and i didn't realize how like how many people really messed with him with no radio play right this was independent it. right exactly. all the rights to his music yep a hundred percent and it was pretty much like hit like uh word of mouth yeah nip yeah. fans were yep right yeah i remember and uh it was like kind of like yo did you check have you checked this guy out like this yeah. guy's nice this guy's special yeah well i remember meeting him or not meeting him sorry hearing about him from one of my west coast friends and he was like oh no this guy's the bomb he's like you got to check this guy out and i'm like well why never you know i've never heard of him you know i haven't heard him on the radio or anything you know because when you're when you're independent you don't make the top charts mm-hmm. normally right no. like even unless like, you're russ yeah, unless you're rough. But he, I don't know what he did, man. I was just about to, but he was a big Nipsey fan. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he loved. But um, I just remember hearing that from one of my West Coast friends. And I was kind of into underground rap at the time, too. Um, and I don't know if, if Nip was necessarily underground, but it, you didn't hear about it yeah. a lot. So I was like, I was like, okay. And yeah, I remember, yeah, listening to... Um, I'll get right first. Yeah. And I was like, this is sweet. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was like, that's sick. And he was himself, right? He yeah. came from a certain culture that he didn't stray away from, but he gave the honest, like, truth about yeah. the things that he was doing. And that's what I loved about Nip. It was, yo, he was so honest. He didn't bend. He didn't fold on who he was. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, he will... You're not going to disrespect disrespect me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and I'm going to get my own opportunities. I'm going to build my own. Yep. And that's what he did. And I think that a lot of people um, learned a lot from him when he did his $100 an album, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, dude. It was out there for free, but you could pay $100 <laughs> to get this, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, um, and even the the clothing line, right? The marathon, like yeah. the Crenshaw shirts. Like yeah, you, those were sweet. He, yep. Everything about what he stood for, I felt, was was really dope and even the way that he treated his girl Lauren London like mm-hmm. he was very faithful you know he was very much um you know I I don't care about these other chicks like mm-hmm. this is my this is my this is my lady yeah he he well he, and the culture he came from really valued loyalty yeah and so that would that meant more to him than anything else right yeah and that's kind of what's cool about um those kind of relationships like when you find somebody that's loyal you know you you can see somebody else who maybe has more than what you have right now but are they going to be there during like the tough times and i think that that's what he saw right yeah that's freaking sweet man are you doing you're doing everything yourself right your 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 podcast your branding everything that you're doing is all you yeah yeah man i didn't yeah we're just I just, I post on social media when I can. I, I met, I'm edit and master it all myself. Yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah, man. So I had to learn that because at first when I started the podcast, I had a guy that I would record this to and I would send him the raw stuff. Um, <clears throat> I had a guy make, you know, my, one of my best friends, actually Dallin, he, um, he made, made my intro. He edited the first 10 and then he had a buddy of his edit the next probably, he edited probably the next ten or fifteen, and then um, and then I was like, you know what, I need to I need to do this because um, it was they were, I was paying exactly what they were worth, and they killed it. But I you know like COVID happened, and I was like, I gotta find a way to cut back. Um, not that they were doing anything wrong, yeah. just I had to cut back. So I had to learn how to do it, and so I ended up getting all the stuff and just basic stuff. I still I 
it, they sound okay uh but you can tell there's a difference between like the first 15 episodes and the ones i'm doing now but they're but they're all right that happens that's yeah, that's called that's growth good. right yeah but it's good though yeah you know and and so yeah now i just do it all myself and i and i just manage everything myself so doesn't that isn't that more not to downplay yeah, your right. fellas but right. isn't it more fulfilling oh to yeah, be like, yeah i created this like yeah. that's why i love creators because we 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 can empower ourselves as long as right. we like Really take the time to learn the, the stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And there's you like one of my cheat codes, right? That I like to say <laughs> is um, YouTube, right? Oh, dude, YouTube can I teach so you much. everything. Well, you know what's so funny about that is I so I got my degree in accounting. I got my bachelor's degree in accounting, and I did it all online. So I like there were no there were teachers, but you couldn't really get a hold of them. Like mm-hmm. like if you had a question on a test or like on a on an assignment and it was due the next day, good luck. Like you weren't yeah. getting a hold of that teacher. So yeah, I tell people that I got a I got a bachelor's degree in problem solving and YouTube University because like I had, <laughs> there you like, go you know what I'm saying I had I was like all right well I just got to start YouTube in this right I'm like nope that's not it so I've tried to ask the question a different way and nope that's not it or maybe yeah. I got a piece you know and I think that that I think you're right dude uh, I don't ever and if you've heard you pro- you've probably heard this but I don't ever like uh, downplay college mm. like I'm not a college basser basher but i do think that one of the biggest things you'll learn in college is not the material it's like how to problem solve and how to figure things out on your own because in high school they're like we're here to help classroom sizes are small blah 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 um but in college they're like i, I don't care they're yeah like, you show up you don't show up <laughs> well, well our high school experience was were definitely different because i didn't yeah, have nothing well well <laughs> did you go to high school in portland I went my fr- my freshman and half of my sophomore year. Where I went, did you live in Portland? And so I lived in Southeast Portland. Okay. So I went to um, I lived in well when I first moved to Portland I was on the uh, northeast side, yep. um, right okay. off of Killingsworth. I yep. went to Clarendon yep. Elementary. I was raised in the the Villa Projects, okay. right there. Yep, I know where that is. Um, and then from there I went to the, that's when my dad moved. My dad finally got like a good job, and so we moved up to the southeast side, and that's when I went to D.A. Grout. I went to Hosford yep. Middle, and I went to uh, Franklin High. Yeah, Franklin High. Yeah, yep. I know exactly. Where yeah, that is. so that that was my neighborhood, like Southeast Portland. We ran that whole. That's we went so everywhere. Sick, man. Yeah, I, uh, I lived I off of uh, 39th and, and Cora Drive, 39th the whole gate. Um, I lived off of Palace, Gladstone, like mm-hmm. um, yeah, Killingsworth. I lived. I lived pretty much everywhere within like the metro area. Yeah, yeah. And I, I lived in Northeast on like Gleason. Yeah. The the um golf course. What is that? Glendevere. Glendevere. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I live right there. Yep. So when just to give people context, it's kind of like if you're listening to this and you're from Utah or I'm sure yeah. you got listeners in yeah, Iowa, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it's kind of like uh, for our Utah folks, it's it's kind of like Sandy to Taylorsville to to uh, like uh, North Salt Lake kind of mm-hmm. area, all yeah. within that that metro that greater metro area. Um, but yeah, that's where that's where I kind of was. I grew up. That's sick, bro. Yeah. And so then you went to high school, you know, first in as a freshman in Portland, and you moved out to Utah. Yeah, so I was a freshman in, in Franklin. Granted, so. Hosford Middle. If you went to Hosford Middle, you were supposed to go to Cleveland. Yeah, you were supposed. To, that okay. was the that was the mother school that you would go to. Right. And but I went the other route. I went to Franklin because one of my best friends went to Franklin. Yeah. His family went to Franklin. There was a long lineage of their family going to Franklin. <laughs> my family, we didn't. We my family's West High. Like my okay. my family grew up here. My mom was uh, born here. My dad was born here. My aunts. My uh, I don't really have no. I have a couple of uncles. Um, all went to West High mm-hmm. and out here. And so um, when my friend was like, 
hey man you should you should come he was a great up for me he was like yo you should come to um you should come to uh franklin and i was like all right maybe maybe (laughs) and i was scared right it was like you're you're going from sixth grade or no you're going from let's see yeah you're going from eighth grade to ninth grade Mm -hmm. and this in my neighborhood wasn't the easiest neighborhood it was yeah there's some parts of portland that it was pretty tough man and like there was a lot of transplants that came to my junior high school um either because they got kicked out of another school or whatever that is um so it was it was tough and and so i and a lot of those people that i was really friends with they were going to benson tech they were going to um uh jefferson they were going to grant right they were going to all these other schools they weren't just going to the next they weren't just going to Cleveland or they weren't just going to Franklin. And so like, I really asked myself, I was like, damn, should I, uh, should I just ride with my, my best friend? So I was like, I talked to my dad and he was like, do what you want to do. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. It was a it was a journey because I had to start taking metro and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I ended yes. up going to ended up going to Franklin and um, man, it was I did not take that freshman year serious at all. I was in yeah. a bunch of trouble, like F's everywhere. Yeah. Like my dad, I'm sure, got a bunch of calls about like <laughs> your son's not doing good. Um we get so then I, I I finished my my freshman year uh, went in my sophomore year and then halfway through my sophomore year um, not even halfway it was uh, f- January in January my dad got a call that my um, my aunt she had f- uh, fell in the shower and um, hit her head and she was there for a while I forget how many I think it was a few days that she was like just trying to survive in the, in the shower she couldn't get up or anything Whoa, no yeah man kidding. holy cow. yeah and that happened here so Jeez. my dad being the only boy in the family like he has a bunch of he has um five other other sisters wow. um and this this was a point where my my aunt called my not my aunt that got hurt but my other aunt called my dad and was like hey i, I need you out here i need help at least for a minute <clears throat> and my dad was in a position where he was like you know what i Portland's cool. I love Portland, but you know, I think this is the best thing for us. Yeah. And uh, I grew up with a single father, so it was just me and him, and then my dad's a uh, girlfriend, longtime girlfriend. I mean, they've yeah. been together twenty plus years. But yeah. um, he was like, "Yo, how do you?" He didn't even ask me to be honest with you. He was just like, "Yo, we're moving to Utah," and I'm yeah. like. Utah. I haven't been to Utah since my grandpa passed away. You yeah. know, I haven't been to Utah since '95, <laughs> and it's 2005 now. Yeah. And uh, so he uprooted us, and we moved out here. And um, you know, my aunt she later on passed away, and um, we kind of just been here ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, man, that's cool. Yeah. I've always I've always found it curious, like how people move, you know. And it usually ends up being like family or jobs because we moved to quite a bit too. I was in Portland because of a. Uh, college mm. um i had to get out of my small town of keokuk iowa and so i was like well my grandparents had a place to stay uh portland community college pcc was right there yeah so i went i went there and studied uh world religions and theology for like a year and a half and then i left so there you go man <laughs> that was it <laughs> that was it hey that portland had stint. a good hey portland uh PCC, they had a, a good um, basketball team. Yeah, they did have a good they basketball nice. team. They were nice. Portland State was nice, too. Yeah, like, they were all really good. Um, I lived, uh, and when I was in Southeast Portland, I lived uh, fairly close to Reed College. And oh, I thought yes, that's where yes. you, when you said that you went to college, you went to school out there, I was yeah. like, he had to have went to Reed. Because <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned the golf course, and Reed College is on a golf course. Yeah, it's on a golf course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I ended up going to PCC, but I had to learn the the 
buses in Portland too. That's one thing that Salt Lake City misses, man. You could get anywhere in Portland on a bus. Anytime too. Anywhere. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like the small little mom and pop. It wasn't like I need to go to like, you know, Walmart or something. Like there's a bus. It was like I need to go to like this little tiny mom and pop Thai restaurant. Yep. And they were like, oh yeah, right there, right there. Yep. And in fact, I had a crazy experience there. Um, You get stabbed. No, I didn't oh. get stabbed. I had a lot of crazy experiences though. On that, I had a guy, you know, uh, lean over and was like, he was like, he was like, dude, we were in Portland, and he was like smoking some weed. Yeah. And I was like, whatever, right? We're in we're in the middle of Portland, dude. Yeah. And even back then, it was still re- very liberal. Like no one really got arrested for marijuana, but he he was rolling a joint and he leaned over and he was like, snitches get stitches, and I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. that's funny. I had, a guy, I had a guy bless us on that. He, we're like driving down. He jumps up and he's like, "Somebody in here needs a blessing." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, "I don't know if that's like you know this guy's gonna hijack the bus or something." Man. Yeah. No, but it was pretty fun. But I had no the experience I had was, um, dude, I had taken the bus a million times, and for some reason I got on the wrong bus, and I don't know how it happened. But I ended up in like the Russian part of Portland. Yeah. Like where it's just all, it's like Russia town or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything's yep. in Russian. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is this dude? And I got off and, and that's actually, so I'm like, my dad is Russian. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you how you say your last name. So my middle name is Kaimi Ikapono. Oh, okay. And so my mother is Hawaiian. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 She was born in Kauai. That She actually lives there now. She lives in oh. Kauai now. Um, so yeah, but she's Hawaiian. My grandpa's Hawaiian. They're all Hawaiian. And then my dad is, so my dad was adopted. Uh, my grandparents are Danish, um, but he's got, he, but he was adopted. And that's how I found, I, I was like, I'm pretty sure he's Russian. Um, but anyway, uh, it was funny because I ended there up there and I got off the bus and I don't look Hawaiian, uh-huh. but for some reason when I got off the bus, they started speaking Russian to me because they, they were like, oh, you look Russian. Yeah. And I was like, no way. This is crazy. So I got back on the bus. <laughs> I was like, no way. That's the cool thing about Portland is that there are quirky little things. You'll yeah, end up in yeah, like yeah, yeah. like a whole, and it's very, in, in my neighborhood, it was very diverse. There was a lot of Cambodians, yeah. a lot of Bulgarians, yes, a lot of yeah. uh, Armenians. Yep. Man, I fell in love with this Armenian chick I used to like in my complex man i was it was puppy lover i was like yeah. sixth grade but yeah. she i mean she had my heart <laughs> she was something else but it, it is like that man you'll yeah. go you'll go to a certain part yeah. of town did you eat burgerville you know yes i did actually burgerville yeah we, yeah, we ate oh there. man yeah. burgerville is kind of like arctic circle on steroids like right. it's like a, a, yeah, it a is, hop dude. shop where yeah, you get is, like dude. a malt yeah. drink and stuff like that it's right pretty cool. dude it's re- it's way cool and then i loved uh going to all the food courts um the food trucks i mean that was the bomb yeah that's the only place you you know go to the flying to portland the international portland airport and uh there's food trucks inside the portland airport yeah like that's just what they're known for it's the the slogan keep portland weird is a keep, real thing yeah, people that's real. dude and it is weird man i remember like walking through downtown portland you know because i had i actually had a friend who was a dj in portland uh, his name was Mustafa, and he was a DJ. And dude, he was so fun. Dude. It sounds so familiar. Yeah, I Mustafa. Don't it sounds so familiar. He he was. I mean, we went to a couple clubs. Like they weren't they weren't big, but we went to a few clubs while I was there, and and he and it was a lot of fun, dude. We killed it in Portland. That was the younger you, right? <laughs> that was the younger me. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be in the that club was, now. No, not not now, man. I uh, although you know we like we've gone to. Have you ever been to Keys on Main? I haven't, but I hear about it. Like it's the piano place, yeah, right? Yeah, the piano bars. Yeah, that's actually pretty sweet. I th- I was a little skeptical at first. Yeah, I went with a buddy of mine. Um, 
and uh, we just went for like a work thing. And I was like, hmm, keys on main. He's like, it's dueling pianos. I was like, dude, you, I know you don't even like piano. You don't even yeah. know how to play a piano. And he's like, no, listen. So you, anyway, you go to Keys on Main. There's like a cover charge. You can get some food. But uh, they, they play like requests. And they'll play like songs on the piano. And so like they were playing like everything, like Sir Mix-a-Lot. And I was like, I didn't even know you could play that on the piano. But it was actually pretty sweet. Dude. They must be talented. It That's was, Yeah, it was it was bumping. And they were. It was like when we went that night, it was there was a girl on the piano and another guy on the piano. And they were just and you could uh, you so you could request songs and then you could pay them more money to change the song. So people were running up there with money. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, wow. Like, yeah. And they and the guys would be like, if somebody bought a crappy song, they'd be like, hey, five bucks to change the song. And then you come up and change the song, and but it was like a concert, dude. It was sweet. That's a good way. That's a good hustle because what it if they didn't? What if they didn't request a song and you're just playing something like Baby Shark or something? <laughs> and you're like, if you want to change the song, it's gonna like be fifteen bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it would go. So it would like, and it was like, so the night started at a dollar, and then it went all the way up. So it would just keep going. Like you couldn't go. You know, wow. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you couldn't pay fifteen bucks to get this song, and then somebody. You know, it was like we started at a dollar and then people were getting up to like 25, 30 bucks, 40 like bucks. Price is right style. <laughs> one dollar, one dollar. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it was cool. So that was the that was one time I, we went to downtown Salt Lake. And that was that was fun. That yeah. was a lot of fun. But yeah, I would that was before I served in LDS Mission. Uh, I was in Portland. And then after that, came home, got married and and did my own thing after that but it was a lot of fun dude and then going have you been back to portland i haven't been back to portland since 2007 it was my graduation year i graduated oh, in 07 okay my sister bought me a plane ticket out so i grew up yeah. um in uh in my apartment complex we we were really tight man like all the kids yeah literally grew up together and so um i call her my sister well i have two their, their sisters, like biological yeah. sisters, but they really took care of me because, again, single father, like my dad was working, you know, 10 yeah, million yeah. jobs just trying to get it out the mud. And so when I would come home, I didn't have nobody. Like I would, mm-hmm. um, so I would be in my neighborhood and these, um, Melanie and Melissa, they, they really like took me in and made sure that I was good. Like, <laughs> yeah. And taught me about like, um, not necessarily how to treat women. They didn't sit me down like, this is how you need yeah, to treat yeah, women. Yeah, but yeah. indirectly, they did that for me. And um, yeah, they they just really looked out for me. And uh, that's good. I forgot where I was going with that. but <laughs> <laughs> No, that's good, though, because yeah. like, um, yeah, I, the, we have people that grow up, you know, it takes a tribe, man. Yeah. Yeah. I But I've been back to Portland since. And it's. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's kind of sad, dude. Like, um. I don't know what I don't know what happened down there, but it was just like like a lot of a lot of broken glass, a lot of like bars we went to and um and uh, clubs we went to like can't aren't open anymore. Bummer. I think it's just because of the pandemic, really. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like they just couldn't stay open. Portland's expensive to live in. Dude. That's what I'm hearing. So it my sister expensive. was like, "You need to come back. You should." Well, she didn't tell me I need to. She was yeah. like, "Because um, they recently moved back in 2012." Yeah, and uh, she was like, "It is extremely expensive out here." Yeah. Um, it it's hard to find a job. She said. It, it, yep. It she is, was like, man. "There's baristas out there with master's degrees." And yeah, yeah, seriously. I was like, "No way!" Like, how is that even possible? Well, you know, it's right there next to. Um Oh, do Oswego, yeah, Lake Oswego. Lake Oswego, and that's a pretty high end part of the town. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. And but but when you roll through downtown, it's like yeah, all these mom and pops. It's just tough, dude. Like it's and it's yeah, it's like insanely expensive. Like I think my pa- my grandparents sold their house in Northeast 
Portland, and they sold it for like almost a million bucks. And wow. I was like, how do you sell them? I was like, I've been there, and it was like a nice house, but yeah. I didn't think it was a million dollars. No. But also, real estate really confuses me because, like, I'm like, dude, how did, like, because Utah is kind of getting there, right? Salt Lake's kind of getting there, and I'm like, dude, this is unreal. Bro, it is. It is ridiculous right now because, so I live in an apartment. I'm yeah. I'm working to go to get into a home. Like I want I want mm-hmm. to get into a home, but I don't want to just I don't want to just get what I can what I'm offered right now. Like right, I want to exactly. be able to be like, look, I got an 800 credit score. Yeah. This is my income right now. This is yeah. this is how you know that's. I want to be able you to want go a in there. Bit and, of buying power. Exactly. Yeah, man, this yeah. is the home I want. I want to build it this way. Whatever that is. Yeah. Um. But so it, it kind of it, it makes me sick because I'm forking out all this money monthly mm-hmm. and I got nothing to show for it. I don't yeah. own none of this. Right. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like I can't in, in Utah right now. I make too much for the place that I can afford. Yeah. But I don't make enough for the place that they want to put me in. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's ridiculous. And it's 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 it's, it's a it's a tough game right now. It is, dude. And you know what's so funny about that is I talk to a lot of people like that. You know, I got really lucky with this one, um, with this house. We bought it, um, and the lady wasn't even like living in it. Like so when the appraisal came back, like way light you know she was like whatever just take it you know and i was like so we got really lucky we got really blessed but but i've i see it out there dude i'm like holy crap i talked to some of my real estate friends and they're like yeah the the inventory is just there's none there's there's a lot of startups coming to utah like coming from like i didn't believe that like that lehigh area with silicon slopes yeah i was like whatever i was like adobe whatever but there really is like I've, i've had a few companies like they're they are based in California, but they're putting offers in Draper and Lehigh, and and so there's just a ton of jobs out here and like no houses. And I was like, this is absolutely insanity, mm-hmm. dude. And so now you can charge whatever you want for a house. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that's not good. So what's your approach? I know you got to be having some type of. You're an accountant, so yeah, yeah. you got to be working somewhere <laughs> with those guys up there. You got to be putting in for a Silicon Slope somewhat, in oh, some way. Oh, you know, I uh, so I'm a virtual. I, I just started this gig as a virtual business manager. So a lot of people. So a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. Let me back up real quick. Yeah. I love talking to people about um, like in like jobs because. Uh-huh. I talk to like kids in high school right now because I was the same as you, by the way. I like my GPA in high school is like two point one. Like I yeah. only went to my senior. Hey, year don't of high disrespect school. me. I graduated <laughs> with a three eight. Yeah, that's right. I got my Dude, when I moved I, to Utah. Oh, like really, Portland yeah. public schools are trash. They are like they were well, trash. I mean, it's just the yeah, it's just that income level, dude. Yeah. When I came here to Utah, I went to Conwood High, which is oh yeah, okay, pretty yeah, snooty, good. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm fish out of water, but. My education, I just there was got better. Yeah, it was like really. I don't know if it was my focus because I didn't know nobody. Yeah, right. But mm-hmm. my focus was like razor sharp. That's good. That and the guilt to my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, so that's what's funny. So I, uh, the town we grew up in was the poorest county in Iowa, and our public schools. I mean, we, I had teachers that tried. I have so much empathy for for that for the the people in those towns um you know the people who in those public schools that just don't have a lot of money because like it's just tough like i knew a lot of those teachers and i knew that they were trying mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i was just a little <laughs> a little shithead yeah you know you know like i only went to my senior year so i could play football yeah like, I, otherwise i really wasn't i could have graduated because in, in my junior year because it didn't it was like whatever but yeah so i got my i got my degree 
I, got, I was only like a 2.1 in high school, dude. And then I got my degree and, and my degree in, in uh, college was like a 3.5. And, um, and I tell people in high school, I'm like, don't worry about like what you're, what you're doing because there's some jobs that are, you're going to have in, in 10 years that aren't, that don't even exist right now mm-hmm. that you need to be ready for. And, and one of them for me was, uh, a virtual business manager. So like a lot of people, um, because we're in startup, we're in the startup part of the country. They just, for some reason in Utah, everybody starts their own business. Yeah. And so, and so I, uh, I, was like I don't want to be an accountant. I tried that. It wasn't a lot of fun. I I did tax. I've done taxes forever, um, and good at it, but not a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean for me. But what was cool was like I wanted to do something with my accounting degree where I could help businesses like grow. You know what I mean, and not just like one business. And I didn't want to be like a business consultant because um, a lot. Of, uh, or like a business coach because that's just that market's like super saturated in Utah. Like yeah. everybody's like a coach or an entrepreneur or uh, a CEO or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or a sales guy, right? And and if you're a and if you're a girl, you're you're a saleswoman or you're in like cosmetology or estheticians or something like that. And I'm you know I'm, it's just is what it is. Like my wife is from here. She went to cosmetology school, beauty school, um, but. But I, I, this virtual business manager, I had a guy call me and he was like, I need somebody to run my business. And I was like, well, I was like, you know, I'm employed right now, um, but I could do it like on the side remote, right? Cause we're in COVID and remote's like a cool thing. So I was like, I'll do it remotely, you know? And I was like, I'll manage your, cause I, I'm in sales. I love sales. So I, I was like, you know, lead, um, I'll lead, lead management, HR management, finance and accounting management, and then just business management. Cause you know, you, I know enough about business to like help them grow as they want to go. Um, and he was like, okay, cool. And I was like, Hmm, I was like, this guy's a startup. And I was like, I could probably do this for other people. So I'm looking for other people and one thing led to another and here we are dude so you got one client right now yeah we got one client but but you can but as a business manager as a virtual business manager you can charge quite a bit to just like it's like you own a business um like this guy you know he he owns like three or four businesses he's like this one is just i just wanted to try you know like some because some people in utah they're like "Ah, this would be a cool business owner and i or a business and i've got i've got x amount of cash that i don't uh, i'm not using so let's just try another one right and so he's like i don't really want to focus on it but i think it's cool and i've already put money into it so i want to see it work um, and I was like, okay, cool. Let me let me run it then. And so and so, a lot of these business owners have a lot of them. So they're like, okay. And so you know, and so now we now I just use my sales skills and my accounting skills and, and roll it out. Yeah. So that's what. So the skills that you kind of learned, yeah, are is what's making this this job that nece- that didn't necessarily even exist. Yeah, it, I don't even think it existed before COVID, man. Like you've heard of a vir- virtual assistant. Yeah. Right. So like, I was like, I don't really want to be a virtual assistant because you can't really charge a whole lot for that. Yeah. You know, and it's like one thing. It's like, I can hire a virtual assistant to hire. That's what I was doing before, right? They were they were basically like a virtual assistant. He was editing my podcast and and he, I'm sure he was thought he was making great money, but like to support a family, mm-hmm. right? F- you know, 20 bucks an hour, but you only work two or three hours that week. Yeah. It doesn't really do anything. You know what I'm so how do you are you on the company's time or is there no, a certain deadline time. so yeah we have deadlines right so like hey I need this done by this time and I was just like okay we'll get it done and then just growth right so we cut we measure company metrics and stuff like that so the they know I'm doing my job by you know increasing cash flow um, 
by increasing sales, making sure the marketing plan is working, you know, because I can also look at that and be like, so because I, you know, as an accountant, it's just a business degree. Like yeah. when you go to college, it's very generic degrees, you know, it's like, and, and even like if you get an accounting job, you're going to start at the bottom of the totem pole, even though you just spent 40 grand on your bachelor's degree, right? You're going to start out making 40 grand, 50 grand a year. Yeah. Um, because most account, I mean, if you're a seasoned account, you got experience, you can make six figures. But I was like, I don't really want to do that. I don't really want to be like the guy. I want to. I want to use my degree to help business owners go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, man. That's what. That's what. Is that's it what fun? I, yeah, I love it, dude. Well, you get to talk to so many business owners. Like, I get to mix my podcast and my passions, and I'm like, and you can make a little money off of it. Yeah. You know, and that's what I think a lot of people, and that's why I like, you know, when you talk to like the young OGs, um, and when you talk to like uh, the 420 V boys, yeah, like they just love what they're doing, and I think a lot of people don't start pursuing what they love because they they don't think it's a million dollar idea and i'm like it doesn't have to be a million dollar idea you just gotta start like if it like for me if it if it makes enough to do to live the life you want to live that's all you need yeah that's all you need um what what did he say monetize what, what the oh the monetize your mindset yeah, yeah monetize Bart, your mindset Bart Merrill, dude, he was that really cool. stood that really stood out to that episode was really good man i like the his idea of like you can you can monetize it and not feel bad about it. Right. Yeah. 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 Like that's, and sometimes I feel like me, um, I hate the money thing. Like <laughs> yeah, the money dude, conversation yeah. sucks so bad. Especially yeah, I got yeah. so many different clients that I help launch their podcast. I help yeah, them with. Mm-hmm. I'm not a graphic designer, but I help them with branding and things like that. Right. Right. And uh, whenever the conversation of how much is this going to cost me or, um, you know. The yeah. money conversation, yeah. I hate it. Well, it's a tough one, like yeah. especially because it was really tough for me at first too. Well, because we kind of grew up the same, right? In in a poor neighborhood yeah. where people are struggling, like a dollar. I mean, like ten dollars was a lot of money. Yep. Like you know what I mean? Like mom, I got to pay for football and yeah. cleats or and, and whatever registration is one hundred fifty bucks. Like right now, that probably wouldn't be a big deal to us. But back then, it was like that was a lot of money. That yeah. was like, you know, do I pay for my son's football or do I? do something different, you know, or do I like buy groceries for that week or whatever, you know what I mean? And so it's a tough one, dude. That's what kind of keeps me from making certain purchases, right? Yeah. Like I'm looking at these sure mics you got here. I'm like, man, I want to go and get one of these, but they're like 400 something bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'll use it, but you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. but can you justify it? Yeah. Yeah, So I'm just going to do my little hundred roadcaster pod mics. Those are sweet pod mics. Yeah. They work good. Yeah, they do. But, um, it's, it's like the, the sense of yeah i couldn't do it but i think society and my upbringing kind of made me into a warrior like the what if yeah yeah yeah, it's like if i invest in this what what if what if i need that money yep yeah it is dude and so well that's why i tell people um when you're when you're our age um you know not to worry about investing in stocks all that much now i mean it's good to like diversify, right? And like, you know, Kevin O'Leary will tell you not to invest in anything that doesn't give a dividend. And that's great because dividends pay more than usually appreciation does. But see, I need to learn that stuff. Right. You're talking with dividends. And I'm like, man, <laughs> so like, I've heard about this, but yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. So like, I mean, they're pretty, it's pretty easy. Like, um, 
when you buy a stock, you buy ownership in that company. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll pay you a portion of like, so if there's a hundred percent of the company, uh, or excuse me, not a company cause they, so they're 50% of the stocks that represent a hundred percent of the equ- equity. They'll be like, okay, um, we're going to give everybody who owns a, a stock X percentage of that. So like you have to, to get some real dividends, you got to like in Coke or something like that, you got to invest like, you know, tens of thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, but they're cool. But I tell people like us, I'm like, you, you know what you need to do? You need to like almost like small venture capitalist. And that's when you go and like go to a small business owner. Cause you think about it, like a bank will, banks don't deal in small money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't, if, Hey, I need a thousand bucks. Like they might give you a personal loan for a thousand bucks, yeah. but they won't give a business a loan for a thousand bucks. They're like, it's not worth our time. Go sign up for a credit card. And sometimes a business owner can't like b- because of their business credit, because of maybe their personal credit. Right. So there's small businesses out there all the time that are looking for baby loans, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks, 1500 bucks. And, and I say baby loans relative, right? Mm-hmm. Cause normally you go to a business loan and you're like, I need 500 K I need a million. Yeah. You know, I want to open a McDonald's. I need three million. Yeah, right? <laughs> I need to open up a Chick Fil A. I want ten k. Um, and so those are like that's when a, that's when you know bankers will be like, mm, right? Um, so there's people like there's people like you and me who's like I don't need I don't need five grand. I don't need a ten percent interest rate. I need a buddy to help me out, and I'll pay him back what he gave me, and then some more. Right? Yeah. Why not? I tell people that's what I tell people. I'm like. Yeah, you're not going to make a million dollars off of that, right? But could you? Would your life improve a little bit if you have an XG? Yeah, for sure. So why not go find like two or three businesses who are like, you know, who need? You know, are there any business owners out there that need a small loan? You, I, you'll get fifteen answers in a minute. So how how do you choose what you get to invest good, in? Well, for you, I mean, it's up to you, right? Like I, I like certain things, like I like certain businesses, like I like certain sales businesses, because what you got to do, what you got to remember is, um, is now you, I'm going to write, like when we do this contract, like if I'm going to go up to somebody and I'm going to be like, Hey, you need a loan for a thousand bucks. Okay. I want my thousand bucks back plus 500, right? So I want to make 500 bucks on this deal, which is pretty reasonable. You know what I mean? Cause we're talking like 1500 bucks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, but I'm gonna now. I'm gonna help you, so I have a lot more control over that that money now, because now I'm gonna be like, I can call you and be like, Hey, how's it going? What do we need to change? Like, because I want my money back, and you can't do that with stocks. Like, if a stock drops, you can't call up the CEO of Coke and be like, Hey, where's my money? Yeah, <laughs> he'll be like, Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but you can call up small business owners, and if you put that in the contract that I'm gonna that I want some, I want to be in part part of these decisions. I might be a silent partner, but I want a little bit of you know, whatever. A little bit of say so yeah, or ownership yeah, or something. Yeah, ownership. Yeah. So you can, and then, and then the ownership expires. You, you can write contracts where I'm going to give you a certain amount of money for a percentage of ownership. And once I get my money back, once we agree that this is what you're going to pay me back, once that happens, my ownership goes away and I'm out. Let me find out you got contracts out here saying, <laughs> if you don't give me my $500, I get your kneecaps. <laughs> right, right. No. But I'll get a percentage of your business. Yeah. Which is, and 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 those guys get paid out. Like, so if, if you own a stock like on Robinhood or something like that, or Webull or something like that, and like that company for whatever reason goes bankrupt, you're not getting your money back. You lost it. Mm, right? Yeah. Unless you're a preferred stock owner, but preferred stock owners aren't traded on Robinhood and these kinds of things. So there's, anyway... 
But if you're, but if that company, if that guy goes bankrupt and they're an LLC, so you got to kind of do it right, right? You got to invest in LLCs. You got to make sure their their uh, contracts are right. But you can do that. But you can do that when you when you go to these small guys. And so I, so yeah, man. What do you think about those those apps that we all see ads for the the Robin Hoods, the Acorns, Acorns stuff like, like that? What do you think about those websites or those I, apps? Yeah, I just don't. I, I think they're fine. Like I use Robin Hood, but I but I don't put a lot like Robin Hood and Acorns more of like a savings thing. It'll like round up and put your money in like a in like a mutual fund. And so that's fine. Like it's not real growth. It's not sustainable because you're putting like 15 cents in. You know, you need to be putting like you know the reason 401k's work is because you're putting money in there yeah 500 bucks 600 bucks a month and your company's matching two three hundred bucks a month and after two years you got 10k because the stock market went good right um but robin hood is fine but it's just like going to vegas roulette huh you could you could lose it or you could make it bet the house <laughs> all money in so that's right i think that you should bet on yourself you should that's you should what I'm bet saying. on yourself yep, that's what i'm saying that's why i don't that's why I like oh uh, I have Roth IRAs and stuff like that, but I don't put a lot of money in them because I'm like, dude, that's why I bet on myself. So if you need, so if like I go to somebody and they need a thousand bucks to start their business, now it's on. Now I'm going to be like, that conversation is a little different than like, hey, you put a thousand bucks on my stock. Yeah. I'll give you a thousand bucks. Like, okay, let's talk then. Right. You got my attention. What kind of business do you run? What do your numbers look like right now? Let me have my attorney look at them. Let me have my accountant look at them, you know? You're very like you got your stuff together. You can <laughs> well, tell you've been doing this stuff for a while. Well, and and you don't and I, and I when I say that you know you draw like I'm gonna have my attorney look at it, dude. You can hire an attorney for almost nothing and have them review a contract and tell you exactly what it means. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like I'm not an attorney, but I know a few. Yeah. <laughs> and like and that's the thing is you just gotta have a good team. What did you want to be when you? When that when your kindergarten teacher Dude, drove around, yeah, what did what did she tell? What what did you tell her or him? I you know what I thought I wanted to be an engineer like all the way up until I was like twenty one. I was like I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a mechanical engineer. I'm gonna go into the Air Force. I'm gonna be an be an officer in there. I was gonna go to Utah State. Be, enroll in their ROTC program. Any family in the military? Yeah, my uncle's in the army. Oh, okay. Um, and, but dude, but actually what, what, what started me on the path to change my mind was in my, in my senior year, they give you like, uh, at the, in the senior year, they give you like what, what they think like most likely to be yeah. or whatever. And like best. And, and so <laughs> I got voted for like a couple things, but the one I remember because no one knew what it was, because when you're in a small town and you see a sales guy, you just think con man, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like somebody's trying to hustle me or something. So I got most likely to be a con man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cause I, dude, I was like, I didn't realize what I was doing in high school though. I would sell stuff all the time. I would flip stuff all the time. Hey, we had that in common, man. You know what I mean? I used to, so this was when, not to take you off your story. Yeah, go ahead. But, uh, when I was uh, very young, this is middle school, um, Dollar Tree finally opened up. Yeah. And Dollar when Dollar Tree opened up, <laughs> everything wasn't a, do- a dollar. We wasn't there. like, no way. Like this this Capri Sun box full of 12 Capri <laughs> Suns is a dollar? No way. This uh, uh, this bo- uh, box of uh, bottle caps is a, a dollar? No way. <laughs> so what I did was I'm my first job. 
I hate to admit it, but right. my first job when I was right. a young kid was I was it's Portland, right? So yeah. I was a, a babysitter for a stripper. Yeah. And so like my <laughs> upstairs neighbor, she stripped at night. So I would go upstairs and I would watch her son and then I would just go downstairs after she got off work. And uh, so I would make a little bit of money and I would go to Dollar Tree, purchase tons of stuff. Yep. Yep. Put it in my locker. And then I would sell it. Yep, that's right, dude. I did the same thing. Fruit gushers, candy, shoes, whatever. So, um, and then I was also like really good in like these debate kind of classes. Like I had won a debate one time in my class that I had convinced everybody that breakfast was bad for you. Not because the breakfast was bad, but because of what you were going to eat was bad. Right. Mm, and I had spun that I had yeah. spun that debate and won. And so anyway, they were like, they were like, breakfast isn't bad. I don't even know how you won that. And I was like, well, I won. So whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got an A, whatever. Yeah. Um, so they voted me most likely to be a con man. And I was like, whatever. You guys are mean. And then I went on my mission and that's just basically a sales job. We're just selling. We're selling just door to faith. door to door sales. Yep. Um, and I and not to take away because not to take away from like the message we were selling or anything like that or that we were sharing, but it was you know and I was pretty successful. Like I could talk to people and and I remember there was another time, you know. So I won that most likely to be a con man, and then I won, and then and then I had this experience on my mission where I met a gentleman. He was a car salesman, and he he was like the only reason he's like I've had fifty missionaries in here. The only reason I listen to you is because I think you're good at because you convinced me right and i was like hmm. and he offered me a sales job after i got off my mission and i was like okay and then i got really good at sales and then i was like nah i don't want to and then i took an engineering class and i was like nope don't want to do that <laughs> so i took a sales job and i was like but i didn't want to get a sales degree because that's kind of like a weird thing like you don't really need a degree in sales to get a job in sales yeah you just talk to people and yeah exactly and so i don't know why you have a professional sales degree but that's one of the things where like i'm not a college basher i'm just i only bash like the degrees that you don't need like you yeah. for sure don't need a sales degree to get uh, to make 100 grand in sales right so anyway that's how i ended up in sales man i love your um your saying of <laughs> what is it sales breath or oh commission breath. commission breath commission breath dude yes you need to throw that on a shirt <laughs> Like you yeah. should, you should really brand that commission breath because we all. That's where the the yeah. what's the word condensation of is it condens not condensation like, the um, the stigma of yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. a sales guy being a, a con artist yeah. is because of that. Yeah, you can smell it, yeah, and that's man. what I tell people because smell is like a really powerful. Yeah. sense right yeah. you can smell it like if somebody comes up to you and they're desperate or they want you it freaks you out dude you're like if you're if you're trying that hard to sell me something something's wrong yeah like that's what I think right nah that's not real but if you like you know there's a little allure to like oh, you don't have to buy it no worries man it might not be for you like that's yeah. one of the best sales tactics is like eh I just want to make sure that we're a good fit if you hear somebody say that you know then I'm like oh hmm <laughs> yeah, this guy might know what he's doing. <laughs> I think that's a good way to to kind of approach. I must speak from my experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, approach life, like yeah, it is. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not going to. Um, over push certain things right like yeah. if there's a there was a time where i was i was i really wanted to dj these big clubs right mm -hmm. like the skies and stuff like that yeah and i realized that like the opportunity isn't there right that mm -hmm. whatever the reason is they have their set guys and um but i was like really like I want to be there. I was in the DMs talking about like, yeah. yo, here's my press kit, you know, and yeah. all this stuff. And I was very eager about it. And then um, once I let off of that and I really understood that like, man, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I'm going to 
ask. I'm going to reach out maybe. Yep, yep. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to build my own opportunity over here. Yep, yep, right. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it's Charlemagne that says it. I don't want to go where I'm tolerated. I'm going to go where I'm celebrated. That's right. right? Yeah. And that's, um, right. that's and now I have a beautiful relationship with a bar named Sue. We have <laughs> yeah, we have like the like it's to the point where the waitresses and the bartenders we have kids that have grown up together that's like, cool man. you know like it's yeah, that i don't know yeah. it's that feeling of even during this pandemic where it's like bro it's so shitty like yeah it is they the whole 10 p.m you can't serve alcohol they really messed up a lot of things for a lot of good people yeah it did yeah but i mean i'm kind of going off on a tangent but go ahead it, it, it was the um the sense of while i'm not going to keep forcing myself at this thing <laughs> yeah rather i'm gonna go over here where i do have an opportunity to build something greater yeah mm-hmm. yep i love it i think you should trademark that or brand it or something <laughs> we should have we fun should, with that we should do a shirt or something because it's true like and, and you know I, I tell because i say the same thing that you say you know when you like when you're dating like girls can smell commission breath like yeah if you're trying too hard if you're you know what i mean like yeah. if you're you know and and with my kids like the way i parent like if i'm trying to get them to do something that you know that too hard or i'm pushing too hard or you know i'm or whatever like they run away like and people can feel that they can and that's why i say smell it like you can smell it how long have you been married we've been married for almost six years oh so it's yeah we were married in 2015 Okay, so I got with my girl in 2013. Okay. We've been together going on eight years. Right on, dude. Um, did How long did you know your wife before you... Uh... I've known my wife forever. She grew up in the town right next to me. Uh, really? In the Midwest. And then, you know, she went on her mission. I went on my mission. And then we met uh, back and just all through high school dated, like long distance and stuff like that. And we we're on and off and on and off. But we've known each other for a long time. That's dope. Yeah, a long time. You don't hear that often where it's like the, not even high school sweethearts, but somebody that you grew up with yeah, ended yeah. up being your life partner. Yeah, well, so we like, we met when we were young and then we kind of moved away and like, it just, everything always came back. It was just really weird. So we had a lot of fun though, dude. We we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. We're just, and we're still learning about each other and that's a crazy thing. Is it sad that I didn't know what LDS was until I moved to Utah? <laughs> no, that's not. Because, like, nobody knew. Like, I grew up in a town where, um, yeah, they thought we were, like, Amish or, like, Muslim or something. So, and it's Iowa. Yeah. Small mm-hmm. town in Iowa. Yeah. How... <laughs> I was gonna say, how did the Mormons get there? But right, yeah. well, well, okay. So that part is kind of funny because there's Nauvoo, Illinois. That's a pretty big church history place. Um, it's where like the Mormons moved into, um, and they actually helped build our town in Iowa. And you can tell because it's on a grid. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, they had the grid system. Um, not that they invented it, but they really utilized it. Yeah. And that's uh, phenomenal, by the way. Yeah. 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 So it works. Like the grid system here, you know, was utilized by those guys. Um, and so, yeah. And so, like, we, but I was only like, we had just small, there was only like 20 of us in my town. And there was probably 10 or 15,000 people in that town. And I call it small because that's pretty small for Iowa. Um, but there was, there, but it's surrounded by just a bunch of little, you know, $500, 500 people like townships. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. Yeah. So did you guys, 
with it being just your 20 people, did you yeah. face adversity? Like, yeah, all the time. Like we got, we got pursued, like I got made fun of a lot for it. Like know? a witch hunt type of thing. They try <laughs> to burn you guys. Right. Right. No, but they were, I mean, they would make fun of us a lot. They'd be like, you know, they would say all the typical stuff. And, um, that, but that's when I really got good at it though. Like when, when people started making fun of me and, and you know what, I'll tell you too, like I got really good at it too, because I found out a lot of stuff they were making fun of us for was like real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, that is really weird. Oh, yeah, we did. Like, you know, because I'll tell people, like, we messed up all the time. Like, we're not a perfect history of religion. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I go like, oh, yeah, we did mess up. Oh, yeah, was, that was pretty crappy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that, that wasn't good. You know what I mean? But I, but what, and that, but that helped me because I was like, what do I really believe? Do I, do I believe in the people that messed up or do I believe in this higher quality of life that I want to try to live to? Um, and so, yeah. that was. So how do you have that mindset though of like, and I'm really ignorant yeah, yeah, yeah. to the religion but, yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. any religion, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm <laughs> right. very ignorant to right. it because um, when I think religion, I think this is by the book. Yeah. I need to live this way of life. Right. If I don't, then maybe I can be excommunicated mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. whatever that case may be. So how did you get like the courage to be like, I'm going to think my own way? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I had a mentor who um, was really special to me um, and, and ended up kind of falling off the bandwagon. But he uh, was also studying like bachelor's degree in like religion and theology and stuff like that. And he made it a point. Uh, to tear down my beliefs every chance he got like so mm. I would say something ignorant like you know you tell anybody and that's in that's in any religion they'll say stuff like I believe because x y and z mm -hmm. right? and he'd be like and he would like purposely and he was like a member of my church and he would purposely make like make me question that you know what I mean yeah and so I was like oh yeah and so then I just started opening up and I was like oh yeah that doesn't make any sense oh yeah that doesn't make any sense right but I'll t but but then I started like so I call myself like an apologetic because I'll I'll tell people like you know no that's not really what that means right that's this is what it means but I'll but I'm also the first guy to be like you know do your own thing like we're all here and we all need to be happy and whatever the happiness looks like for you dude like go for it like i also became pretty like libertarian in a sense too like just go do what you want man yeah like, if it doesn't if it doesn't bother me like directly go do it go do you yeah like i don't really care <laughs> i love that that um the the belief of i really don't care what you do yeah like, your, yeah, your yeah. race your religion your yeah. sex your preference whatever that is just go do you as long as you ain't touching no kids <laughs> right. and as long as you ain't running yeah. in my house right then we're good right, right yeah do it and that so i had to learn that um it definitely wasn't like taught explicitly in our in our church but i think they're getting better now you know and one of my things is like i want to change the culture because that's what it was that's what i realized to answer your question that's what i realized there was a difference between like the culture the mm. people and what i wanted to what how i wanted how i chose to want to live my life right um and yeah people are just crappy sometimes dude sometimes you just run into really crappy people and you <laughs> you served uh both two years in portland no i no man i served in utah Oh, you served here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I served here. Oh, okay. That's what it was. So, yeah, I, I went on my mission here. So, what did you... They, all over the valley? All, so, what, I went, where where? so, we went from... In southern Utah. We were Utah County Line all the way down to Mesquite, Nevada. Okay. And I served mostly on college campuses. So, I'm at Dixie. Heck, yeah. I'm at Dixie. This is hypothetical. Right. I got my backpack. <laughs> I'm jamming out. I'm listening to Nipsey. <laughs> right. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. All that. I'm... I'm, 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 I'm I'm on my way to campus, and then here comes Elder coming up to me. 
Yeah. What's your What's your approach? How do you sell me? Well, it, so for, I'll be honest with you. If I saw somebody with headphones, like, because this is back to like the commission breath, because I learned that actually from one of my mentors too. Ah. Run up. If you had headphones on, I would. I just probably wave at you and say hi. You like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. If uh, yeah, 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 I'd be like, <laughs> take them off. Like, can we, I'd be like, can I listen? Yeah, right. Um, no, but we would did I. But speaking of that, I served on Dixie State for a few months, and uh, mostly what we would do is we would just, you know, because college is a is a time when a lot of people are looking for what they want to be anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're looking for they're trying different things and and. So a lot more, a lot of the students were more willing to listen to us, but we would just start where they were. You know what I mean? A lot of empathy. You'd just be like, what do you want to know? And I didn't really push a lot. Like I, and so that's what I do now. Like it, I'll let you live whatever you want, but if you want to talk about it, I'll talk about it. And if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open guy. I can talk about <laughs> Nipsey Hustle on the West coast. I can yeah. talk about CEOs and accounting on, you know what I mean? I love Taxes. that, man. <laughs> so like talk about whatever. And, uh, and so I get a, so as far as what we would say, we just start with what's up. Do you still talk to your companion? Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I have, I had, gosh, I had quite a few, but yeah, I still do, man. We have a lot of fun. I had a friend that was on the football <laughs> team and, uh, he served his mission right out of high school. He yeah. got his, he got his mission called to, he went down South. I think, I think he went right before Katrina, I believe. Oh, wow. No, Katrina happened in 07, didn't it? Something like that. Or yeah, 06. Close, yeah. So it was just after Katrina. He got his mission call. Man. And I believe it was in that area in like Louisiana, Louisiana somewhere. Yeah. And uh, he he got into it with somebody and ended yeah. up getting kicked out. Or yeah. kicked off of his mission. And Which is weird because it's just so weird. Because you have just different leaders and different leadership styles. Even within the... There's not a whole lot of like... There's not a lot of continuity, like, mm. you know, in the, in, in the rules and stuff. And what I mean by that is like somebody will get, cause like I had people who were, I was like, dude, I, for sure this guy's gone off his mission. Like what he just did. Yeah. And, uh, no, the mission person was like, nope, uh, you know, stay here. Wow. So it just depended. Right. Yeah. So that's what I also go back to. And that's why I said that earlier. I was just like, there's just a lot of dumb people, yeah. a lot of crappy people. And even in, like, I remember getting into it with a stake president, which is a pretty high ranking for lack of a better term, um, a stake president, pretty high ranking position in our church. I remember getting into it with him, like telling him like, no, what you're saying is not true. And like, here's why. And, uh, yeah, arguing with him and stuff like that. I was like, because you're not telling the truth. Until this day, you got a hit on your head. It's a green light. That's right. That's you, right. you can't go to West Jordan. I went, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I remember, I, you know, I get in arguments with people like it. But, but that's because, like, I don't care. Yeah. If, if, like, especially since if you're trying to use some rule to, like, be mean or, like, purposely, um, you know, show your piety or something like that like it's just weird so yeah. i'll just be like no dude they, we were talking about caffeine like and cap and he was like caffeine's bad and i was like well yeah caffeine's probably not the best thing you can put in your body yeah i was like but it's not going to keep us from doing anything like baptism or anything like that and he was like well it is and i was like then we got in an argument and i was like i'm not letting this one go <laughs> I'll die. I'm gonna die on this hill right now. Going back to the cereal, yeah, to, yeah, to the breakfast, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta prove like, your point. Right. <laughs> well, that and so, but the, but anyway, back. You know, I just tell people like, just do your thing, man. If it makes you happy, just do it. And if you want to talk, we can talk. And if not, no worries. I love it, man. I love. Um, there's a lot of good things that 
uh, not just the the LDS um, faith did for for the community. You know, I always tell a story about how my 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 sister she passed away um, a little over a year now, and oh. my sister she 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 was an addict, right? Mm. She she was cleaning her life up and stuff like that, and she just you know she ended up passing away, and um, it was in a time where she didn't have no money, she mm. she you know nothing, right? It was kind of like in in most people like when tragedy strikes it's like the worst moment right yeah you don't got is, money yeah. to a burial services all this other stuff it's, such, it's so hard dude but she was she was actually going to um a glinda award uh i forget which one it is mm. and she um um elder kenny kenny um actually took care of everything like he wow he we did her services at the glinda award that she was helping out with and um all Kenny, Elder Kenny Kenny. Yeah. Um sounds so familiar. Uh he 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 was he was um I guess the term is born again. Okay, yeah. Because he was he was a, a pretty big I don't want to say um like an arcing member of the Crips, but he was a target a Tongan Crip out here that was mm-hmm. yeah, pretty man. serious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. uh he ended up changing his life for the better and now he's uh he's um preaching and everything like that yeah yeah man he looked out for my sister so like kind of a long story to my my story is that um they stepped up and was like no we we got you we're gonna gonna take care of this for you and um we had a beautiful service and that's cool they took care of everything financially and it was it was just really cool it was really cool them they didn't have to right right right. yeah yeah did not have to and so and so yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of good things and you know and so and and that's, that's a beautiful story, dude. What's your that, dude. What's your passion, dude? I, you know, I like helping people. I know that's weird and pretty broad, but like my podcast, I just try to help people. Like, if we want to, you know, you, you you know, there's not a lot of people who who will give small businesses a, a platform. And mine's not very big, but no one's interviewing small business owners and asking them what what's going on, what's yeah. up, you know? Um, and we have social media and stuff like that, but but it's cool. Like, it, you know, I'm being on a podcast and yeah. it's published and everybody can see it, you know? And and like I said, it, I, I, mine's not like huge or anything, but uh, but I, that's a way to help people. And, you know, and helping businesses get to where they want to be. Like, I'm in the background, you know? Uh, that's just what I like. And, you know, and make a little dough off of it and live the way I want to live and be comfortable. That's what I like, dude. I just like getting people out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? What are some of your uh, inspirations for this whole podcasting thing? Joe, Joe Rogan's my, probably my biggest one. Yeah. He's just the way he talks, dude. The way he can interview people. It's just crazy. Like, you, he can... Go, how many times do you have, like, a, a conversation... You can listen to somebody else's conversation for two or three hours. That's insane. Yeah. He does such a good job with that. And my and I mirrored my podcast right off of his. Yeah. The episodes are, like, the same, right? <laughs> I don't try to make up fancy names. I don't try to make up fancy descriptions. Yeah. And we still get listeners. Yeah. You know, and we still, and we still have fun. I think it's awesome. Dude, yeah. What about you? What? Who, who are you, who are some of your inspirations for like being a DJ? Being and, a DJ and, and being on the radio and, uh, and, and you, like some of your mentors and stuff. I won't. I don't think I ever had like a mentor. Yeah. Um, per se, and Gary V has a dope thing about mentors. Um, yeah. Uh. Man, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a question I posed to you, and now you're right, posing it right, to me. Right, yeah. Because um, I think it's cool, man. 
so going back to Portland, yeah. the whole reason why I put radio on that paper was um, PK's Playhouse. Okay. PK's Playhouse on Jamma 95.5, early 90s. Um, just their whole crew. They had PK, who was kind of the... Yeah the uh, Captain America Tony Stark of the, the of the <laughs> right, show right. and then they had Dorian that was kind of like Ant-Man that was like the the stunts and the the yeah. quirky guy right yeah and um so that that was definitely a huge inspiration on me wanting to get into the whole radio thing um DJ wise I loved uh I love um DJ Red Tangle I love DJ Macy of De La Soul who actually bought me a Gatorade <laughs> When he was here, um, it, that's awesome. Phenomenal dude, um, man. Hip hop, you yeah. know, hip hop in general. Just it's such a that's such a good genre of music, man. I fuck. Well, it's 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 a culture, right? It is a culture. It's in the the crazy thing about hip hop is that it's the number one culture in the world. Yeah, it is. Everything spawns off of hip hop, yeah. right? Yep. Now you could say hip hop was spawned off of jazz. It was spawned off of blues and yeah, sure, it, sure. It was a mixture of all of that. Yeah. But in today, right now, hip hop runs everything. It's influenced by everything. Yeah, it is. Yeah, hundred percent. And so hip hop in general is is a huge influence in what I I I do. Um, Charlemagne the God, he's a a huge influence in me. Um, you know, just his book, Black Privilege, Opportunity yeah. to Comes to Those Who Create It, yep. really hit me different because it was in a time in my life where I felt, I, I thought I needed to get the the handout, the, mm -hmm. hey, come do this, right? Or, hey, you should try this. Like, in yeah. re reading that book and just um, following him on his path and his journey really made me understand that I don't need anybody. Yeah. And... Obviously, there's things that we need of people, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. can create your own opportunity. Yep. I mean, you did it here with this podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. learned some things and you were able to produce your own thing that you wanted to produce. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he's another big influence. I love on Charlemagne the God. Yeah. He, he's, he's great. He's dope. Um, man, there's so many different influences <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. like, I love. I love. I love Charlemagne the God. I don't always agree with everything that he says, but that's why I love him. Yeah. Because he just say what he wants to say. And yeah. I'm like, good for you. Yep. And, I, and one of the things I love that I, when I when I I don't do it very often, but I'll train salespeople every once in a while, and I'll tell them that I'm like, we need gangsters in sales. Yeah, I don't give up yeah. if you buy from me or not. Yeah, right. Because uh, I, if you don't buy this from me right now, that's totally fine. I got 30 people outside waiting to do it, and I'll sell it before the end of the day. And that's kind of like that that Nipsey hustle, that that YG, those guys that hustle, right? Like I don't give up. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I was like, we need that. I don't like. I don't, I'm like, I need you to have that attitude. Yep. Like I don't give a shit what you do. Yep. I'll get mine. You could put 50 dudes on this on the sales floor, and I'll still get mine because I'm I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a gangster, man. Yep. I, I go. And the thing. About I love it. You being a creative in this space is like you said. I don't see nobody else doing this, right? Yeah. So you're holding. You have something really dope, and that's one thing that I want to tell other creatives is that we don't need those big people. We don't right. need the big corporations. They need us. They need the. They yeah. need the creators, <laughs> right? The. Yeah, dude. I'm not going to drop any dealership names because I yeah. don't know which one you work for. <laughs> but the dealership, they don't. They don't need. Um. They don't need. Uh all the like I don't want to say big wigs maybe they do maybe yeah. I don't know all the sure. ins and outs but they need the people that can really just put that picture together the creatives that can make yeah selling a car a good thing like yeah, a, a fun, fun thing yeah, right yeah, dude, yeah, they, they need do. those right yeah. mm -hmm. um, and so man any creative out there that is 
wondering and like <laughs> just like having excuses that's that's one of my affirmations is like blame nobody make no excuses go do something yeah, right go get it done yeah i adopted that from the university of oregon by the way <laughs> yeah uh, dude i love it um so yeah blame nobody like if you want to start your podcast don't blame nobody go out there and get it there are ton if it's a money thing there are tons of websites where you can pay for a mic by month by yeah. month to mm -hmm. month it might take you six months to actually launch your podcast but use that six months to yeah. think about how you're gonna launch your podcast right yeah, or who's gonna plans. be your guest yeah. yeah plan that thing out well you know you can anybody who wants to start a podcast um i i used to think that like when i first and when i bought these mics i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna get a million listeners because i'm gonna have the best sound quality and you know what dude i there has been times when my mics have malfunctioned and like we have recorded on the macbook this macbook yeah and that those are some of my best episodes so just take your headphones out Go get the old school headphones that you plug into the thing. Go download the Anchor app and just start talking. Yeah. Just put your, turn the camera on and roll. What made you go with Anchor? Uh, it was free. Yeah. <laughs> it was free, dude. That's it, bro. I was I was going to go with Anchor. I hear, I mean, Anchor, yeah. now they have, uh, they're owned by Spotify now. Yeah. I think that you guys in the Anchor community have something really dope that's going to be happening. I think it's I think it's pretty cool. I think I got in at the right time. Because they when they bought Spotify and then they bought the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah, maybe they didn't buy it, leased leased it or something. Yeah, like I think that. he has a. I think it's a two year con. That thing kind of sounds messy though, man. I don't know. I, I every time I hear you hear Joe talk about it and it doesn't sound like a big deal, and then you see some of the tablets and you're like, oh man, what's going on? Like the the funniest thing for me on that was Spotify banned Alex Jones. Really? They banned him. They, you can't find uh, Infowars on Spot Spotify. Because he's all controversial. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Alex Jones is crazy. Yeah. But, and, then, and then Joe Rogan brings him on. They talk for five hours or yeah. three hours. It's nuts. I was like, holy cow, this is going to be crazy. And then nothing ever happened. I was like, that's weird, man. Weird, dude. I mean, when you have Joe Rogan is such a weird in a weird space. He where is. It's, it's a very weird space. I know Joe Rogan from MMA, right? Yeah. Obviously, like fear, fear factor. factor, of course, yeah, fear, yeah, factor, yeah, but, knows fear factor. But like, I know him from the martial arts world. Yeah, UFC right? commentator. Yeah, yeah, dude. And so when when he started doing his podcast, um, and and now he has he has influence. Yeah, I mean, they were saying that he had influence on Bernie Sanders. He had influence on the election. Like, yeah, he, just well, his when, words. Yeah, when he what, brought Bernie Sanders on, that was nuts. Yeah, and it's it's dope because now we're in a place where. Why can't you have the influence here? Yeah, let's right? go. Why can't you have the influence for these <laughs> yeah, small yeah. business conventions that we have come through here? Yeah. Like there is such a bigger play that I don't know if people really realize yeah. that you, what you created can really go so much further than just yeah. talking to Dre. <laughs> you know what I mean? You and I are going to do this all the time. But dude, it's, but, but yeah, it's, so that's the kind of the deal. And Anchor like uh, was, and Anchor's free. You can just do it right on your phone. You can record phone calls. So if you, you know, you can just pick up the, turn on the Anchor app, call somebody, record the call. Really? Yeah. And then download it on your phone. Look, if you wanted to do it that way. If you are, if you are <laughs> wanting to start a podcast, there are no excuses. There you really, can yeah, dude, there's, pick I up mean, your phone and record. Well, go on Instagram. Like if you want to have a guest and you don't have like the mics and stuff, you don't got the setup, go Instagram live. Yep. There you go. Yeah. There's your podcast. Most, yep. And Instagram will save the video, put it on there and whatever, dude. Exactly. It's insane. I, dude, it's uh, it's good, man. But I, dude, love talking to you. 
Thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> when are you going to do the video more? Oh yeah, the videos, dude. I, when I get when I get this set up, I, I need to get in my I need to get in like a studio or something because I have the video and the videos look good from here. Yeah. Um, I just can't. It's just tough. Like doing like the the audio and the video and then getting them out on time, it's just a lot for me. So is it just like the editing portion of it? Yeah. Or is it, yeah. Okay. And, I, and look, because the aesthetic here is dope, man. It's nice, like, dude. Yeah. I have fun, bro. I love this place. <laughs> it's not, yeah, the books, the the ambiance is good. Um, it and I don't even do a lot of editing, bro. I just put like an intro and like yeah. an outro and mix it up a little bit. But it's just like, I just you know, it was just time, and I'm just making excuses. I should do video more, Dre. Thank you. You, if you got the equipment, <laughs> here's one thing, yeah, man. Is yeah. is I know that you want to wrap up. And no, no, I, no. Go ahead. No, um, let's talk. I want people to realize is that like there are things that you have in your life that somebody's praying for. Yeah, dude, you're right. Somebody really, really wants to do what we're doing, bro. And you have the opportunity to to to, to, do, to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So throw up that camera <laughs> if you want to. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying you yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But I like your point. It's I like the same thing, same thing with me and like my whole weight loss journey. I'm like, there's somebody out there with no feet, no legs that yeah. can't even walk or run a treadmill. Yeah. And here I am being lazy. Like, <laughs> oh, get your ass up and go run on a treadmill for 20 minutes. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, good for you. Or, you know, yeah, I like that. You I have like a that. car, go take a drive. There's somebody out there waiting for the slow ass UTA right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, go back to the yeah. Like yeah, take advantage of those things that we have. Yeah. A family. Like I love my kids. There's somebody out there <laughs> that, you know, physically might not be able to have kids yeah, or yeah. maybe God forbid yeah. something happened yeah. to their kid, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like really be in that moment on the things that we 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 get to do yeah dude for sure i i just think that that's so true man and that's kind of what I, that's kind of why i like doing this you know bringing these messages out because we're not like I, I tell people this and i'll just say it about me too like i'm not super special like um if you and i but i also think it's pretty like egotistical to say if i can do it anybody can do it but i but what i tell people i i modify that i say if you want to do it you can do it there's there a go. way to do it you know what i mean yeah. like cuz i cuz i i realize that there's some people out there who might not have you and i's drive but if you want it you can do it yeah if you want it bad enough like how bad do you want it yeah 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 for sure man. so what you're saying is i don't want the camera dre <laughs> shut up i don't want, I the, want ca the no i want the camera i, want the I camera. was so excited i, I subscribed to your youtube channel and everything yeah. i was like oh and then you started doing the zoom you did the zoom and i was like oh okay yeah 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 which thank you for being comfortable and having me here because yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I i love in person i hate the zoom thing man <laughs> the zoom is hard it's i hard. i actually have um <laughs> e-rock my <laughs> get mad at me but i love i love you e-rock that's my program director yeah. but so i did the uh the creative corner uh segment on my show uh -huh. and i had the young og perspective on and they came into the studio and stuff yeah and i didn't really i put a lot I, we have a covid pol policy right yeah. we have a mask policy yeah and i really didn't even think about it because it was on a weekend there was nobody at the station yeah but yet there was video of us with like no mask in the station <laughs> no yeah so i you know i get that email and it's like yo remember the policy and i'm like yeah damn it you're right you're right <laughs> yeah, i messed yeah, up yeah. i yeah. i messed up this and i'm very accountable like yeah if i did something wrong yeah, got, i'm yeah. very accountable for everything i admit my faults yeah. and uh i think that's why they keep me still because i'm like ah my bad that was me you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, good though. That's good. I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to own your L's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, so he, uh, that came out, and I was like very apologetic. <laughs> and um, 
And I was like, all right, I'm going to do them by Zoom until we can get the green light to have people up there. Yeah. Which I would love to have you come up <laughs> and do my show. Um, Dude, that, I, that's what I was thinking. You know, some people were like, you know, um, they told me I'd be good on radio, but I like the long stuff, you know? Yeah. How do you do the How do you do you the creative corner on, on U92? Do you put it on the station? Yeah. Or is it just on? So there, I had to, we have to get creative, right? Because yeah. airtime is money, right? That's right. Yeah. Exactly. That's why you have... 10,000 commercials, yeah, right? Yeah. Because they have to pay for that. It's airtime. It's advertising pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still learning a lot about the whole radio thing mm-hmm. because I'm not a radio guy. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I, I, I say I am, <laughs> I am a podcaster that got asked to come and do this or even yeah. a, just a creative that got asked to come and do this. But, um, yeah. yeah so what I do is I, I record just like this, just like a podcast. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we discuss, we talk, we, you know, mm-hmm. and then I take those bits, like I take segments. I take oh, okay. Um, okay. like a 30, 30 second to a minute segment and then I'll air it. So that's what I did with the young OGs. Um, just really, I want, mm-hmm. I want to amplify my, my platform for, for, for the homies as much as I can. Yeah, right. That's right. Dude. Everybody that is doing great. Um, great things, great content, um, creatives that I feel have a great story and maybe can motivate somebody else to just start. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. If you're a chef and you want to start a YouTube channel on how to make uh, ratatouille, whatever that is, um, <laughs> right, you, yeah. you, you get that spark to be like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. It's not going to be perfect. Right. But that, yeah. yep, that's it, man. A lot of people, they, they don't start what they want to do because it, it might not be perfect right off the bat. And they don't start what they do because they might not make a million bucks mm-hmm. or whatever. And I, I'm just, I just go crazy. I'm like, yes. But in the same breath, you're telling me it's not going to make a million dollars. And right after that, you're going to, you're telling me that two grand would change your life a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, then go get it yep get your ass out there and go get it man yep and (laughs) the thing is too is one in my in my um situation yeah um once i stopped making excuses went out there and got it yeah other doors open it's unreal it's unreal yeah and 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 not here's and and i I tell people this all the time um I tell people the worst part about excuses are that they're true Mm -hmm. and i understand that like i get it bro i know I know, you know, I know you don't have a car. I know you don't have the mics. I know you don't have the computer. I get it. And it's true. But what do you, I mean, but what are we going to keep doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And so that's what I tell people. I go, I go, this is why excuses are so bad is because they're so true. And I know they're true, bro. I know it. You know, I don't, I know you don't have the money. There's a way. So I work, I work a full-time job as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I have a (laughs) full-time job. And then on top of that, I work at the radio station part time. Yeah. Right. And there are times where I might be doing something for the radio station during my daytime break. Yeah. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yep. All the time. And so it's like there can't be an excuse there. You just got to just do it. it Especially if you want if you want to be there. If you don't want to be there, then don't worry about it. That's the thing. That's the thing. Right. It's like, yeah, if you you want it, you can get it. But yeah, dude, but it's true. Like and you felt it and I felt it. It's like when you start making excuses, they're real excuses. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I and I just can't drive that home enough because I feel like empathy is so real when you're trying to help people and influence them to build their platform and do what they want to do. Like, I know, dude, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. 
I just, I get it, dude. And I feel it. Mm-hmm. But you got to, if you want it, man, you got, how bad? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's a that. way we can do it. I love that. You're able to empathize, but keep it moving, not being sympathetic, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? You can't, yeah. you can't be, you can't have all the sympathy, right? Be empathetic, keep it pushing. Yeah, like, but yeah, but you got to keep going. Like, I get it. Yep. And if you want, and I, and I have, like, in our rule, we have, you know, the five minute rule. If you need, if you need to cry and if you need to yell and scream, you got five minutes and then we got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You that's know, it just five minutes five minutes man. hey we, we sometimes, have di- sometimes i do it longer but we, I, I break the rule i'm not perfect we have a different five minute rule we have uh you get boxing gloves and you just duke it out there for five go. minutes and get that aggression out yeah there you go there you go dude. but that's it right yeah you got five you got five minutes and and no i'm not perfect at it and i know it might be a weird rule but but you know because you can feel it it's okay to feel it because sometimes that feeling is just you're like, I don't want to feel like that anymore. And so I'm just going to roll. And, uh, and yeah, it's like that, like I got, I read that book, uh, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Is it you know good? Who David Goggins is? Uh, I heard about him. I haven't read the oh, book. Dude, you got, oh, yeah. You got to read that book. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you borrow it. I'll check it out. You got you know, well, And you got to follow him on Instagram. That guy's crazy. He does his whole Instagram videos while he's running like a mile. So, is this the dude that that takes the picture? No, that's Jocko that takes the picture. Yeah, he Jocko takes the picture at like four thirty. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I love Jocko. He's like, you want to work out? He's like, just do burpees till you throw up. You'll feel amazing. I'm like, you're crazy, bro. Yeah, he's a crazy dude. He's cool though. I'm not there yet. I'm still on the no, treadmill. I just I, give can't me- do that. I did that one time. It was nuts, bro. <laughs> I was like, this is not fun. <laughs> so you, you 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 work a lot, man. You you say you got the daytime job. What's yeah. what's the biggest challenge for you? time management yeah you know what i'm saying it's like because you want to do this you want to do this but you got to be successful here and, and just and you got to juggle until you you find the game until until you win and so that's the hard part is juggling you know because sometimes you're like freak i i spent a lot of time on this and i missed out on this or you know my main gig is what pays the bills but i've got to get this done and you know and i got to I got two kids and i got my wife and all that shit and so i'm like yeah i got just just juggling bro yeah you know I mean? and then and then i have a lot of other little passions that i like like i love to read um and i love to go uh to jujitsu um and so you know just like what what do you do what do you do where are you doing your where do you, what school do you go to so i i i go with i go at the front it's actually a climbing gym but there's a three stripe black belt there who moved there ah. uh that i that i've been with the whole time i've i've done it so in jujitsu you kind of stay with a coach yeah they, they kind of rank you you know, and so you, I'm a blue belt under somebody, right? I'm a black belt under. Yeah. And you got to stay with the coach. So, <clears throat> so I just do that. It's a lot of fun. How long have you been doing it for? I wrestled forever. For, I wrestled for like 13 years. but And then I did jujitsu. I've been doing jujitsu for probably two and a half years. Why jujitsu? Because typically, like yeah. Taekwondo is kind of yeah, the, the entry like level. Karate. Well, jujitsu is actually, so jujitsu has got a bad stigma. Um, it's very low impact, believe it or not. Like you're not. Um, you're not like it's not very hard on your body at yeah. all. You might you, you get some bruises or whatever here and there. Um, so it's very low impact and it's very sustainable. Like our coach is, you know, he's in his upper forties. Oh yeah, you mean you look at the Gracies, eighty yeah, still old. doing it? Yeah, they're yeah. old. Yeah, so it's very sustainable, very low impact. Uh, it's very fun and it teaches you a lot of good, a lot of good things. Like, listen, I think there's very something very sacred about getting your ass kicked. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's metaphorically or or physically. Yeah. And in this case, I mean physically. You know the people that haven't been in a fight. Yeah, you right? do. Yeah. It's those loudmouth, disrespectful <laughs> people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the you people never- that are that have been in situations and learned from 
um, being punched in the mouth. Yeah, dude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know that. Okay, this probably isn't a battle I want to fight, or you yeah. know, yeah, or like it doesn't matter because like I could like you know I've been in situations where I'm like yeah I could I could tear this guy up yeah and but like do, is it worth my time like do I want is this one I want you know what I mean yeah do I, like I don't need to prove anything like even if I could you know I'm the guy's mouthing off and I could it, it, if it's not serious you yeah. know what I mean like well, I don't need to because I don't care right <laughs> that's been my biggest. Um, <laughs> learning experience in my uh um i would say my late 20s going into my 30s mm-hmm. was the ability to be like i'm not a bitch because i don't want to interact with that person right. in that way right like how do i look being a whole father <laughs> out here fighting in the streets yeah yeah exactly right? yeah we got more stuff to worry about yeah because now right. i have an assault charge right yeah. now if i did it in you know Maybe in around the school, like is that yeah. a different? Ch- I don't know the charges, right, but right, right. there's so much. But there's or, a yeah, there's a lot of unintended consequences, bro. What if I hit him the wrong way and he falls and dies? dies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know. You never know. And so it's just like one of those things where it's like, for me, I and that's kind of why I love jujitsu and like these kind of martial arts things is because like, um, there's nothing. There's nothing. I'm good, bro. You know what I mean? And 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 uh and there's and it's also very humbling because one of the biggest lessons I learned in my life was uh <clears throat> I don't judge people on how they look. Cuz I've seen like in my wrestling and jiu-jitsu, uh I've seen people who you would like look at and you'd be like there's no way this guy's got me. Yeah. He's not he didn't have my number. He doesn't have me. And then you see him and he beat the shit out of somebody. That happened to handles, me. Handles handles <laughs> you. I was in 6th grade, man. I was in 6th grade. We were at gym classes at Hosford Middle School. Yeah. And it was a kid that was a grade younger than me, <laughs> but he was being a little shit. So I went over to him and I was like I grabbed him. I was I was a horrible kid. Yeah. I grabbed him by his neck and he he pushed me down and literally gave me a two-piece combo yeah bing, bing. i was like oh, oh i yeah. didn't see that coming right and right. you're like i never thought this guy would do that nope not at all yeah i saw this you know i was in wrestling and we see these skinny you know these lanky kids you know and and we and we got a guy who's wrestling he's on the football team he's a little beefy and we're like we got this guy write the check let's go Right. And he just gets handled. And in jujitsu, like for me, like I'm a big guy and I and I got, um, you know, uh, uh, there's a purple belt in my gym who's shorter than me, who's smaller than me. He beat he kicks my ass every day. It doesn't matter how big I am. He doesn't let me. He, he, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's why I like jujitsu. He's very keeps you humble. Just because and and, and it keeps you humble because like I'm I'm six foot two fifty. Yeah. Big guy. And this guy's five seven, one fifty, and he kicks the shit out of me. Yeah, and it's awesome. But you're learning. I love it. Well, I love it because it's like, yeah. dude, that's great. Yeah, you need that. You need that. You know what I mean? And we all need that moment where, like, something, like that's how. That's why I don't live in the should world. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I should be able to do this. Me not going to. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I should be able to beat this guy. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> so how 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 many days do you go? I go. So I go four or five times a week. We really? Just, yeah, we just roll around, and have fun. That is frequent. Yeah, yeah, we just have fun. Yeah, we just roll. You know, get a good sweat. Start the morning off right. That's awesome, bro. It's fun, dude. And, and you know, it's and it's less 
sometimes it's less than a, a real well i take that back because like vasa and these guys will do like ten dollar a month gym memberships or something like that yeah but like the real gym memberships that and not real but like the the people who have like a coach like those coaching gyms like the like the crossfit gyms like yeah it's not any more expensive than any one of those you know uh one of your episodes that i was listening to um it was the uh young lady that started the restaurant her family owns the restaurant oh yeah sochi yeah yeah um I love that she had like she was doing Gord, Gordon Sachs. Golden Sachs. Gold, yeah, that's crazy, and wasn't it, it, dude? I was like that episode. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, like she just did it. <clears throat> yeah, she just did got it. Got a master's in finance and was working at Goldman Sachs. Like, if you're if you listen, if you got a finance degree, that's the job. You go to you go to Goldman Sachs, you go to J.P. Morgan, you go to these guys and get your finance experience. So she has something gold. No pun intended. Right, yeah. I mean, that was it. That, I mean, like, if you're an accountant, you go to the big four, one of the big four accounting firms. You go to Peter Pricewater Coopers. You go to um, Ernst & Young. I mean, this is you get your master's in accounting, you go to the big four. You get your master's in finance, you go to you go to Goldman. You go to uh, JP. You go to um, Wells Fargo. And it sounded like it was lucrative. It yeah, sound- they make money, but they own you. Yeah, they she, own you. She sounded like she didn't like what she no, was doing. No, I mean, they, I mean, when I say they own you, it's like they that's it. You're mine. Wow. And you'll make six figures and you'll live cool and you'll be like uh all the TV shows. Have you went and ate at her restaurant yet? No, I haven't, dude. We should go eat at her we restaurant. Should, we should go eat at her restaurant. And we'll take this and just pod <laughs> from her restaurant. That would be sweet, dude. Uh I haven't yet. I haven't yet. It's been it's been a ride, but I should though. We should go. Me Ranchitos. Me Ran. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Don't ask me. I got I got I a bunch of crap because <laughs> we had a we had we ran it we ran a promotion. It's called uh, the Golden Ticket on U ninety two. Oh yeah, I heard and of, yeah, we, I saw that. We give a fifty dollar gift card to a restaurant or to a business, right? Right. And uh, it it gets you into the running for a larger prize. And this okay. this prize was fifty dollar gift card to uh, Porto Vallarta. I say Vallarta. Oh yeah. Vallarta. Yeah. Porto Vallarta. Yeah. Vallarta. Yeah. Mexican Grill. Well, Angel from the other side of the Beehive, he's Mexican. Yeah. And I'm I'm half, and he's like, dude, you're making us look bad out here. Cause I kept saying Porto Vallarta on my commercials, and so he calls in yesterday, and he's like, dude. Get it right. You like, gotta say this. It was so funny. So that's funny. That's awesome, dude. I, that's great. I love it, man. But, um, dude, I, it's true. It's true. Uh, I like that golden ticket idea. I tried to do the same thing. Like, just like do giveaways just yeah. with local businesses. I love like, it. Yeah, I mean, you don't, because I mean, you get whatever you want on Amazon. But, yeah. like, you know, I did it with uh, Chris Newhart. He owns Irie's Bobas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I that guy's cool. Yeah. That guy's cool. Chris Chris Newhart's cool. He's wild, bro. He's crazy, but he's so fun. <laughs> what, what makes him wild? What makes him cool? Uh, he's he's uh he's just like he's he's this upbeat guy who's like heck yeah I love it. He's like and and, and you know and um he he hung out with the four twenty V boys. He did one of their music videos. Oh dope. Yeah, he did. He he was the he was the one at the beginning interviewing the marijuana plant. Remember? Oh like, really? Yeah 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 yeah. He's the guy. Um, let me see if I can find it. Dude. He's it's not his... the guy that called Mar- Mar- Mario Wana. They're not. They're not. He's I not don't know. Guy. I don't oh. know. Um, he owns a Gorilla Mafia Entertainment, too. 
He's a he's pretty cool, dude. This guy's pretty cool. He's in, he's interviewed like Jackie Chan. Really? Some weird. I he dude, was so Jackie cool. Jackie Chan's man. a god, man. He I was love, so cool. That's dude. another one of my inspirations, man. Was Jackie, Jackie Chan. Yeah. 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 And he was backseat of a. Uh, let me see. He was backseat of um. At the Kanye when Kanye came to town. Oh. Okay. He interviewed Caskey out of Young Money. Yeah. Kasky, he's cool. Let me see, dude. You gotta. You. I think if you've seen any of the 420 guys' music videos, you've seen this guy because you've seen Chris because he's he's at the beginning and I don't know. I'll find it later. But um, but he's cool, man. He's and he's just very upbeat, uh, very like uh, he's just got a lot of love. You can tell he's got a lot of love, and he and he wants to help people the same way. You know, he he his company sponsored. Uh, well, helped with the Ronald McDonald House. Oh, that's dope. Um, yeah, dude. See, that's the a, energy that I want around me. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's the energy that I feel will um, yes. bring prosperity. He's, he's with Big Buddha all the time. Let me see if this is it. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. It's making me sign in. You should have those name. guys on. You should get um, DB and Buddha in here. That Man, I, cool. Oh, okay. So this it's is, a flower. This is that is here? Yeah. This is the 420 V Boys. They did that in like Central Utah. This is their newest video. Yeah. I haven't seen this one just yet. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a preview. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like interviewing. He's interviewing Mary J. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. They did funny. The 420 V Boys are funny, man. I yeah. need to reach out to them. They're good guys, man. They uh, they have an interesting story. You yeah. know, um, you know they they're doing. <laughs> Um, Green Eyes, he's dealing with uh, some legal issues um, around marijuana. Yeah, and um, which is nuts, bro. I man, cannot I, believe marijuana is still illegal. I find it it's baffled. I'm, I'm baffled that people are still locked up. That is, that, yeah, dude, a For dime it. bag? Are you kidding me? Yeah, man. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, like non-violent possession or non-violent use or something like that. That's dumb, man. Yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm I'm coming from a culture, as you know, yeah. in Portland, where your neighbors will just, they'll be out, you know, the same way that your your neighbor will go out and step on, on the back porch yeah. for a cigarette. Yeah. That's they what it was for weed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, you know, growing up in a household where my dad, that's how he medicated, because he fell, yeah. you know, Big Pink, the big, uh, the U, is it U.S. Bank Tower? Big Pink. Yeah. Um, the that, big yes, pink building, yes, biggest yes, building yes. In, in Portland. Yes. He fell a floor and a half. Wow, um, in the elevator dude. wow yeah man and uh so his he's his back is really jacked up yeah cr- and chronic back pains for real dude mm-hmm. and so he uh he had uh he medicated that way and so it's never been a big thing to me yeah but when i moved out here yeah it was like a thing and i so couldn't have mystery, friends over yeah. like i would have to be like hey dad like i'm bringing friends over like I couldn't yeah, just show up, yeah, just yeah, because yeah. you know the aroma which is, and stuff, which is absolutely ridiculous, bro. Yeah, man, so stupid. Like, okay, you can't you can't um, medicate chronic back pain with marijuana, mm-hmm. but you can with Percocets and Oxycontin, bro. Go screw yourself, bro. bro. I think honestly, like, because <laughs> Not- I had back surgery, right? And so uh-huh. they prescribed me gabapentin, they prescribed me Oxycontin, mm-hmm. um, and. Honestly, like I think that had a lot to do with my like me falling into a depression during that time. I think so, dude. Yeah, I interviewed. I'll release this uh, episode like next week, I think, with yours. Um, and these guys, uh, 
they're they have a nonprofit all around these black box warning labels mm. about these prescription pills because it's like the same things that they cure are the side effects of the pill. So how do you know if it's a side effect of the pill or oh, like wow. you know you know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm not getting better because one of the side effects for this depression medication is uh, increased depression. So yeah. it's like, uh, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just nuts, bro. That's horrible. It's man. nuts. It's it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, that one's a fun one. The, those Pharmaceutical companies, man. It's a money it's, play. Yeah, which is weird because like. I just see so much money in hemp. Yeah. You can make hemp uh, plastic. I got hemp lotion on right now. Yeah. <laughs> you can make hemp plastic. You can make um, hemp paper. That's all better for the environment. And, and I mean, dude, make money off of it. Go ahead. Let's yeah. go. I'll pay for it. <laughs> it doesn't seem hard to, to grow. It's weird, dude. It's like, not. Yeah, like, you can grow it in South Dakota. <laughs> oh, and South Dakota's frozen. Yeah, you can grow marijuana. <laughs> Might not be the best stuff you've ever had. But. Yeah. You can do it, and if it's and if it's just for those textiles, those paper and those plastics, you. Have you been to any of the um like the dragonflies or anything like that? Mm -mm. No, no, I haven't yet. I want to check it out. I went to Bloom in Vegas. Okay. And their setup is amazing. Is like, it pretty dope? Yeah, man. They have it. It's very secure, right? So you go in and you have there. It's almost like a like a check city. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, I yeah. do not recommend anybody go get a loan from yeah, those don't places. Do that. Yeah, don't do those that. places <laughs> will rip you off like six hundred percent interest. It's terrible. It's horrible. I, it's terrible. These are con artists. Yeah, they re those are real con artists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you need a small loan, like we were talking about earlier, just go find somebody. Yeah. There's somebody out there who will help you out. Exactly. For the right, you know, for the right deal. The right contract. Yeah. So you go in and it ha they have the plexiglass and um, they check and see if you're out of state. They get your ID. You're from Utah. You get a discount today because you're from Utah, <laughs> right? Um, it's it's pretty dope. And and so you go into the back and it's like a it's loungy. They got like um, a couch where you can sit down and watch a TV. And then they have the the um, the counter space and they have a full menu and there's so much they have drinks they have cool not, uh, not even not even like thc infused stuff they have just cbd the cbd infused right? drinks yeah yeah they have yeah, i love a, those a bunch of stuff yeah and uh, i would recommend it even if you're not somebody that uh, medicates that way i like CBD, experience though. it i like cbd though yeah. i sell cbd cbd then it, it 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 helped. I think my back pain was yeah. too much. Yes. For yeah, there's some stuff that yeah. So and it was like I did the drops. It was like a, yeah. It almost tastes like a peanut oil kind of. Yeah, it's very earthy. Yeah, it's very earthy. And um, uh, yeah. So I'm I I so, need to find a good CBD though. Well, so here's my thing with that though. It's just like how medications work differently with different people. Mm -hmm. Like one of the things that they say in in these research studies is like we don't know how it affects everybody, right? Well, it just affects everybody differently. Yeah. Just like some people respond to oxycontin, some people actually believe it or not don't. Yeah. They're like I just took it and didn't do anything, right? It's just your body. It's just how you're built. And so like the fact that like it's just we're all just different, right? Mm -hmm. And 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 the fact that we can't you know, because there's some, you know, I sold some CBD to a guy who had back pain. We sold him a roll on and it was just too deep. It just wasn't working. And I was like, hey, probably it's probably going to work, man. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's fine. Yeah. Right? It's just like, OK. <laughs> yeah, man. It's weird. I definitely uh, tell me more about the uh, CBD one, maybe off mic or something. Yeah, no, it's fun, though. I like it, dude. It's well, the the marijuana and CBD is just so it's it's so unregulated that it's too regulated. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, because it's just weird. Like there's no there's nothing. So people take extra precautions that are sometimes too far. Yeah. It's just weird. What's uh what's next for your podcast? What's next for this platform? <clears throat> dude, we're, I'm trying to. um. 
I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm trying. I'm trying to have on as many guests as I can. Trying to get you know. I think I I, I want it just to be fun though. You know, just something like we're doing. But I don't know yet. I think I think as I keep going and keep getting episodes and keep getting people and meeting people, like it'll it'll work out. Because I don't know yet. I think with your network that you're you already have the network that you're growing, I think that you can do more than what maybe even you, you see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, because you you're a special guy, man. The way that you talk, the way you carry yourself, your knowledge, your life experiences, <laughs> like it's weird. <laughs> you got you got a lot of stuff that you can really go places with yeah you know what yeah, I mean? well i appreciate it man thank you just, but that's why i have you on dude I, I love the creative corner i love you 92 i love what we're doing cool man dude, it's freaking sweet thanks brother thanks for joining me man absolutely can i, I plug it. my stuff yeah absolutely oh Kay. dude yes absolutely <laughs> um we got talking i totally forgot dude go ahead dude. instagram uh dre rocka that's d-r-e-r-a-w-k-a you can go on allrock.com it has everything that's a-l-l-r-a-w-k and um catch me on u92 monday through friday three until seven and on saturdays yeah i'm gonna be on tonight yeah, um, that's right. three until nine <laughs> um yesterday's show was really good we talked about i met um there's another podcast out here called the so salty sex cast and it's sex edu education good it's two women and Sweet. uh one of them is polyamorous and i didn't okay. know what that was i'm very I, yeah i'm familiar with it only because i had a couple friends that were okay i worked well, the way that you said i'm very i was like yo what's your other <laughs> wife <laughs> no 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 i just we had we had people at the dealership two of them were um, and so i just asked questions i was like what are you what are you talking about what are you doing yeah and they told me so so um i didn't know what it was yeah i'm very like monogamous, monogamous like yeah. my, i'm just my wife yeah there you go and partly because she would kill me if I, yeah, you know, yeah, hey, I'm but a loyal guy. Yeah, but that community's, uh, that community is actually a pretty deep community. I didn't realize how Dude, deep it ran. I didn't even know that there was a difference between that and a swinger. Yeah, there yeah. is a big difference. There is a difference. Yeah. And uh, I didn't realize that the community here in Utah <laughs> is lit with it's all of that. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's, and that's when this guy we worked at. This guy's name was Alex. He told me all all of it. I was just like I asked him one question and there it came, bro. <laughs> I was like, so that when I say very familiar, like he told me, yeah, everything. I yeah, like, this is insanity. Yeah, man. <laughs> but hey, but like, like I said, whatever you want. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Live it. your life. I don't care. So yeah, so I uh, I I met those ladies and yeah. I got educated on a lot of things. Yeah. So I brought it to my radio show and I I shouted them out and I I opened the lines ye uh, yesterday and we talked about it and. It was the like the dopest experience to to have that. So um, definitely tune in with me because we have good shows. It's yeah. not just like your normal. Nor I'm not a radio guy. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. not normal radio. It's like you know I I'm trying. I'm still learning a lot of things yeah. as well. But um, we are having fun. We're opening. Uh, it got to the point where my PD called me mid show and was like, "Dude, this is dope. <laughs> like you're killing it. You know." So it's a good feeling. Yeah. So definitely tap in with me. Um, Monday through Friday, three till seven. Uh, Saturday, three until nine. And uh, check me out on YouTube. All Rock on YouTube. A L L R A W K. And yeah, I um, love your, I love your uh, um, your re reaction videos. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah man. Dude. It's it's a uh, it's my way of kind of just finding what makes me happy and the things that I can have fun with, but also helping my community. You know, what <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. There's a lot of artists yeah. that they get kind of that exposure piece right. of it and even to other artists where now like one artist sees their reaction and their video and their reaction video and then they're like 
you might actually sound good on this song, right? Yeah, they and it just they opens that. to collaborate. Yeah, what do you think of UA the duo? UA the duo is man, they they're working really hard, man. They're they, working hard. They're, they're, they're a couple of young guys and they're good. Yeah, man. Uh, I didn't realize that they were brothers so until yes. I heard the, yeah. your your podcast. Yeah, and um, I think a lot of guys that have that genre, they just uh, released, um, not just released, but they were they did a song with Santos Guzman, yeah, who I'm very familiar with, and uh, it's dope, man. I like I love yeah. uh, their beatmaker Looney. Looney got the tunes. Yeah, yep. man. He's good. They, they, they're they working hard, man. I hope that they continue. That's one thing that I want to encourage everyone. Yeah. Just because you might not, one video might hit, a, a, you know, whatever thousand plays or a few hundred plays. Yeah. Or one might only hit like 50 plays. Yeah. Like, don't be discouraged. Right. Yeah. Like, go. Like, Are you a going? numbers guy? Like, do you watch your analytics often? Yeah. Yeah. I do watch them. Why? Yeah. You know what? I shouldn't. But I do, because I like to see who's listening. I like to see what what's going on. I want to see if I'm big in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. But I do. Yeah, you know, I do. And, and you know what, though? It's so weird, bro, because every time I put out a new episode, I go, you know, I'm done. I'm not looking at it. Yeah. I'm just going to put it up. I'm not going to worry about it. And then, like, the next day, I'm like, you know, looking at it. like, Yeah. I'm like, freak. But, I, but you know what I learned, though? One thing I did learn was that <clears throat> now I just look at it for fun. Now I don't really care if anything happens because it's more important that the people got there, that the people got to feel good. And because I've heard from people that I've interviewed and maybe you felt the same, maybe you've heard the same thing, but like the, just from the people that I've interviewed, just getting them behind a mic changed their confidence. Mm. Like somebody will put me behind a mic and put me up on, I don't even know this guy. Yeah. Right. And he put me behind a mic and he put me up. Yeah. And they just got, they just got a little bit of confidence. Not a lot, but you know, they just got a little bit. They're like, Oh, you know, like, uh, I can do something. You know, people yeah. will listen to me. People, like, want to talk to me. The cool you know? thing about this, too, is that it inspires them to might want to do their own podcast. Yeah, I've had I've had quite a bit of that. And good for them. Yeah. And, I, and I teach, and, I, and I'll tell people, like, yep, this is what you need. This is what you do. And, and that's what listen. I, that's what we need. I, it happened with the other side of the Beehive. Those guys, man, those guys, those, so much fun. Um, they... When they started their podcast, I got I got onto them like episode thirty, yeah. right? Really, really early. They they just um, celebrated a hundred consecutive episodes. Wow! Yeah, and um, they reached out to a larger podcast. I'm not going to say here, mm -hmm. um, a local larger podcast, just for guidance. Yeah, right? yeah. And their response was just Google it. Right, they didn't even take the time to That's point them in the terrible. right direction or anything. Yeah, it's terrible. And yeah, everybody can Google everything, right? Yeah, but. Dude, like, let me talk to you. You have the experience. You're doing it. Yeah. And if if you can give somebody a little bit of knowledge that might help them, yeah. Why not? Why not? It's an insecurity thing. It man. is insecure, and I tell people that all the time. Like, I was just on a podcast yesterday. We were talking about this, like this law of scarcity. Like, uh, first of all, you and I don't have that, right? Like, just because somebody listens to my podcast doesn't mean they don't listen to yours. Like, mm -hmm. I have like 15 that I regularly scroll through. Yeah, you know. Um, and same music. It's the same thing as music. Yeah. Like, like I have thousands of artists on my phone. Mm -hmm. I don't listen to one. It's not like you know. And hip hop. There's a there's a million artists. It's not. You know what I mean? It's just like. Do you only eat cheeseburgers? Right. Exactly, <laughs> dude. It's just insane. And so yeah, help people. Who cares, bro? I just I never gotten that. And there's just help people. It might sound selfish, but there's something that yeah. you feel from helping somebody. It it really right? does. It, you get satisfied in some yeah. way, shape, mm -hmm. or form. There's a satisfaction in helping somebody. So yeah. don't be a dick. Like, 
if somebody real, comes though. to you and they ask you just for some knowledge and you might you might not know and if you don't yeah. know then it's fine to say i don't know but that's a great question we should try to find that out together i think you can help me out <laughs> yeah well let's right? do it yeah exactly um I, I i encourage people that if you want to start a podcast start it and if you need help reach out yeah Anybody will tell you. Mm-hmm. Any any of us will, any of us will go through it. Like I'll go through it. I'll hop on Zoom. You know, like I I just I had a lady who I was in sales and she was on my podcast and she posted on a group on a Facebook group like I need help with sales and I was like and there were a ton of people on there like. Um, who are either just giving her like blanket advice or like, Hey, call me and, and we'll set up a time and you can pay me for it. And I was like, no way, dude, I was, this is a small business owner. Yeah. I was like, I was like, here's, here's my zoom. He's like, I'm like, if you want to come, like, come on, we hopped on two and it changed her whole business and it helped her. And I was wow. like, what? I'm like, why are we, why are we not sharing this? Dude? Yeah. Like I didn't come by this. Like nobody made me pay for the knowledge that I have about sales. So like, you know, I'll just give it to you. Yeah. And I and I have an idea to like do like a small sales training every once in a while and, and like and like charge a little bit of money for it. But but I'll also just I'll also just tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll I tell think you. that you can, right? Like monetizing yeah. what do yeah. you say? Monetizing your mindset. Mindset, mm-hmm. right? You we live in the digital era. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know it, right? You just yeah. started your own position right. digitally, right? <laughs> Virtually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why not create um a Patreon or something where you can enroll into these classes. Yeah, right? yeah. These are the benefits of you taking this class. Yeah. This is what I've had this many years in sales. I I, I can point you yeah, in the right I'll direction. I'll help you. I'll help you get started. Yeah. I'll at least jump start it, right? Exactly. And that's the crazy thing is like, uh, it's just... I can't believe you told. I can't believe that story you told me, bro. Like, who wouldn't help somebody, dude? Dude, just go help somebody. Are yeah, you, man. Are you effing kidding? It me? was, and that that you don't jumps, have to tell me the name. It's well, I will off mic, but <laughs> I mean, because it's not even. It, I don't know. It's this, just weird. This guy, he's a weirdo. Um, oh, you know what? Now that you say it like that, I think I might know who it is. It, it, you might because I might because I might have tried to do the same thing. <laughs> For real, but um. Yeah, man. Uh, creators, keep creating. Yes, sir. Um, don't be afraid to just jump into it and do it. It's not going to be perfect your first time on anything that you do. Yep. And if it is perfect, great. That's your vision. Yeah. Um, but don't, don't, don't wait. Blame nobody. Make no excuses. Right. Go out there and do it. Hey, I love that. I love that. I always tell people like when they're starting their business or something, I'm like, if you, if it's perfect, you launch too late. I'm like, just get out there, bro. It's fine. Yeah. I've never had, you know, I, I, I posted my first podcast months ago. It wasn't the best. I had people tell me I should quit, but I was like, I knew that. I knew it wasn't going to be perfect. I already knew that it wasn't going to be the best one. Mm-hmm. And if you're cool with that, you get so much freedom to create yeah. when you're okay with it. When you're okay with knowing that it's not going to be the best, that's totally fine. Yeah. Your first song's not going to be the best. Your first podcast's not going to be the best. Your first blog's going to suck. Your first interview's going to suck. My, My first, first radio show was horrible. <laughs> but but that's but yeah. that's beautiful. It's yeah. that's sacred. It's it's amazing. Thanks, bro. Who made your uh, Who made the intro song? Um, I was wondering that, dude. I actually I got that off of a website. I can't remember who made it, but it was a good song. Yeah, it was a hip hop song that I just I bought it off of a website. It was like royalty free. It was like twenty bucks. I could buy it and own it. Yeah. and use it in my thing, and I just bought it. It fits your voice perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. I yeah. was like, this is cool, dude. Welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the bomb, dude. Well, thank you so much, brother. Absolutely, man. Take thank you. Easy. I look forward to the next one. Yes, sir. Let's do it at my place next time. Let's do it. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir.